Simpsons Index, an online spreadsheet that is also a podcast. This is the podcast. Coming out of SideQuest Studios, this is the Simpsons Index, episode 87. Hello out there, I'm your host, Elliot J. O'Neill, and joining me as always, except when he's not, is BT Calloway. Yo, yo. And making their triumphant return to the podcast, Danny Rosewell. What up, jerks? And Claire Double R. Hi. <laughs> How are you guys doing? It's good to be back. What phony made-up adventures have you guys been on? We went to space. Wow, space. I've heard it's lovely this time of year. A man (laughs) shot like 50 cockatoos at me today. That really really happened. It nearly killed us. That actually did. Right as we were pulling up, some guy chased a bunch of cockatoos out of his yard for some reason at the exact same time as we went past, and we nearly (laughs) ran through like five or six birds. Australia! (laughs) Australia, this This is is you. All right, and yeah, they're joining us. We're here. We're doing The Simpsons Index. This is the podcast where we watch and review three episodes of The Simpsons at a time, but there's a twist. Each episode must come from a different decade. But before we get into Simpsons talk, we need to ask the pressing question that's on everybody's mind. Guys, what window did you like to go through in play school? We'll start with you, Claire. <laughs> Ooh, I like the round window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or the arch window thank occasionally. You, thank you. Excuse me. <laughs> Shag, you, you have a differing opinion. Round windows are for chumps. <laughs> Tell that to, you know, boats. <laughs> All boats. <laughs> the arches, man. Arches are where it's at. They're shaped like a person crawling through a doggy door. Or a, alternatively, a dog. How do you get your knees through a round window? They don't. They, they bump the bottom. <laughs> that is a fair point, BT. Well, it turns out we're together on that one. I'm arches all the way, man. Exactly right. Well, the thing is, you don't. it's a window. You don't go through it. Yeah. You look through it. Isn't and it... I feel like a round is like a really nice shape for hmm. looking through. You don't crawl through the window. Go through a door, you weirdos. Well, see, because <laughs> the camera was zooming in, and as children, that was our perspective in life. It was yeah. you had to make the shape to fit through it. And as I had, a, I had a condition as a child where I was lazy, and so an archway Ooh. was just easier for me to get through than any other shape. <laughs> this talk got a lot deeper than I ever thought it would. Was it, let's go through the round window, or was it, let's look through the round window? Let's go through... Let's look through. No, it's got to be go, it's right? Go I think it's it was go through. Through. Because like, we like go through the windows into like a what? pre-recorded segment. What were they trying to teach They're us? They're training us to burgle. Yeah, let's yeah. go through the window. <laughs> and now let's take the VCR. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget the jewels. They're usually in the underwear drawer. <laughs> Something's in the underwear drawer. All right, guys. We just watched an episode from the HD era. This was Season 22, Episode 12, Home of the Father, first released in January of 2011, directed by Mark Kirtland, written by Joel H. Cohen. In this episode, Homer gets addicted to a tacky 80s sitcom, mm-hmm. and he starts taking parenting advice from mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Concurrently, Bart wants a minibike, and Homer uses the lessons he's learned from the show to apply to his life situation with uh-huh. Bart, and Bart steers nuclear sequence sells them to the Chinese government. Guys, what'd you think? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> it started okay. <laughs> then got bland stayed bland i'm like okay it's gonna be a bland episode and then it just got bad and i was angry Mm. it started watching tv i always have high (laughs) hopes for the watching tv ones yeah yeah, me too then the very first thing they did was like a series of fast cut posters on the tv like the tv was just an excuse to do more bullshit quick laughs everyone laugh quick 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 and then scene missing scene missing and then suddenly like crazy racist are they allowed to be like that about china it feels weird it's america these days you know they are racist because who's gonna fucking stop them they're america don't catch a slipping now it was so boring it was like a slice of white bread but you watched it develop mold yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) 
1000% metaphor. It's so garbage by the end. Oh, uh, I've got so many problems with it, Elliot. Oh, I have a problem with it. See, so do I, but like I'm coming from the angle that I think it was a good episode that just fucking really miffed some key moments, key jokes and everything and I agree it's mostly bland, but this one has a good story, and compared to a lot of HD episodes, the, at least the story's solid in this one. You've got a really low limbo bar set there, you know. You I haven't mean, seen I, the things we have seen yeah, over the last I know, few weeks. I know. I've seen the things we've, we've seen. seen. <laughs> I think this is a worse yeah. episode than you're giving Look, it. Really? I can hear what yeah. you're saying. If I wrote down the plot points, Bart wants bike, Milhouse hmm. wants girls' clothes, which was never come back to, by the way. Yeah, I want to see was. Milhouse in it the... It got a background it, gag. It got a background it, gag, oh, yeah. While he was studying outside all... Within that Willie joke yeah. that had nothing to do with anything. So you were saying that you did... I agree with you. Bart wants the bike. Homer says no because he's trying to be good. Bart sells the secrets. Suddenly Homer and they bond. Homer buys the bike. da ba da ba da That's like an episode of any 80s sitcom. That's the thing. It's mm-hmm. a parallel because it is like an 80s sitcom in its story beats as well. Delightful. So that's what I thought it did well. It played against the trope of having this satire on the uh, 80s tacky sitcom like because I, I kind of appreciated this episode in the same way as I did spin-off showcase, you know? That they hit the sort of that stylistic thing. I feel like they didn't go far enough with it. Yeah. It needed like, the framework of it. It yeah. needed you know, tacky music going into like the couch yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. More so. shots of like the front of the house with people walking in and laugh track being like, Ah Kramer, <laughs> how's the world treating you, Mr. Barney? That would actually be kind of amazing if Simpsons did a canned laughter episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually thought that's what they were setting it that's up. That's what for. they were going yeah. for. So BT, starting with you, for better or worse, what is a moment from this episode that stands out to you? I go with the positives. I do like the plot point of Homer learning good parenting from an 80s sitcom. I like yeah. the idea, mm. and there's some jokes mm. to be mine from that. I like how he gets the sweater <laughs> that the dad has and starts talking in the same kind of lofty metaphors and things like that. And how he pulls out the guide and like, hmm, well, there is precedent for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, there was some good stuff there. I think that's what bugs me the most about this episode is then it doesn't run with that properly, and that bothers mm. me. Mm. How about you, Danny? What is a moment from this episode that stands for you, better or worse? Should be better or worse. I did not like the wrap-up. Homer coming up and standing up for his son, that's what's supposed to happen in these 80s Wonder Years episodes. Yep. Then they quickly take him to... Ch- I didn't like the... Don't- oh, I did like Don't Read Our Subtitles as a gag. Yeah. Still a bit on the racy card. Went on. And then that went on. And then he's like, hey, I don't know food speak in any language. Yeah, I didn't like and that And then either. the obvious bit of they're going to take him to China, he's going to build a nuke, he doesn't actually know anything about nukes, so the thing's going to blow up, and then standing in front of the taxi. See, it's weird. It's too late in the episode to rush him to another country. Yeah. And then in this rushed part of the episode, they, yeah, take this time to do this stupid drawn-out taxi joke. Yes. They rush past the plot point, which was the nuke failing, and that shit was way rushed and also pretty obvious, pretty, like, fucking telegraphed by mm. 22 years of Simpsons. And then uh, <laughs> did Tiananmen Square Taxi. So. Yeah, ooh. Oh. Ooh. I didn't realise that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Uh, how about you, Claire? What's a moment from this episode stand out to you for better or worse? I'm going to try to go for one of the gags that actually I really did enjoy, which was Lisa talking about, you know, if you just, like, worked a bit harder and yeah. actually got some good grades, mm. he might give you money. 
does dad give you money? <laughs> I've been doing the family's books for years. I take what I need. Like, I just Some love that. Stone She's cold so bitch. Stone cold. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's completely factual as well. Like, I know. She would. I take care of me. It's the delivery of a character that has been doing the right thing for so long. She's gone fucking Walter White, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is her thing. Yeah, I skim from the top a little. Like, <laughs> Oh, there's the episode I want to see. Like, Walter White was the good guy gone bad, right? Yeah. yeah. We need a Breaking Lisa episode. <laughs> oh. good, good title alone. Yes. When we eventually piss off enough Simpsons writer, they're like, fine, then you write an episode. I think that's what we're Let's start. do it. Let's yeah. do it. But, um, yeah, that's a good point, Claire. And actually, that makes me realize something that I don't like in this episode. I wish she was a little bit more involved. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. they're doing a tacky family sitcom. Why not involve the whole family? Yeah, makes sense. Totally. Especially since they usually shoehorn the family into other episodes that have nothing to do with them. Yeah, so often we say episodes become the Homer show. Also, mm-hmm. like, international nuclear espionage? Isn't she the only one smart enough to have any clue what's going on? Oh, imagine if she was the one that sort of solved the thing after Homer and Bart got in too deep with the Chinese government. For real, now, man. I'm sorry, that's that's a big sticking point for me. China has nearly 40 nuclear power plants. They don't need to steal secrets. This is I true. think it was almost like they were trying to push the terrorist card and then they realized like, mm, yeah. this is a bit awkward. Let's do China. China's like a kind of a non-threatening evil. It's not like, it's- you know, all those Arabic people that America hates at the moment. I feel like they were trying yeah. to push it and then they yeah. didn't want to. It started off with terrorism, then it was the governments. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it backed out very quickly of its own point. Well, it should have because that was really not a good path to put Bart down because there was full awareness of what he was doing. He wasn't, he's not enough of a kid anymore to get away with these sorts of mm. sure. misunderstandings. Yeah. You know, he knew what he was doing. He saw the CIA van pull up and there was yeah. no confusion about that. He tried to run, you know, on his shitty little pedal bike, right? Yeah. And it's triggered by um, Apu going, and America has so many enemies. He's like, I'll sell secrets oh. to our enemies. He, he knows exactly yeah. straight out yeah. the gate. I can't believe they did this joke with Apu where he said, Dude. America has so many enemies, you know, Iran, Iraq, and all the undesirable immigrants, uh, uh, everyone, which everyone who after came after me. me Including my children. Yeah. Like, there's almost a good joke there about how everyone in America is immigrant. Yeah. I- yeah. Except the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. There's a joke there. Yeah. Totally. But it really just came out like more racism against Apu being Indian stereotype, da 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 da. Especially in the light of this whole thing now. Maybe because yeah. this was like years ago, wasn't well, it? I felt this was a little more relevant to what's going on now. It's framed in the work of trying to stop illegal immigration, but they're just kind of expanding it to all immigration. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's troubling. Well, yeah, the use of the word undesirable was particularly yeah. irksome. Yeah, very Trumpy. The thing is, they've done such a good immigration episode with Apu mm. before. Yeah. And it worked really well. It was funny and it was touching. Whereas this, this had no sense of irony to it. Mm. Yeah. That was my problem. He said it so straight and it was not given enough focus as a comment that it just came off as very awkward. But just to the, the repeating plot lines, we've done someone trying to exploit Homer to get nuclear secrets before, way back in like season one or yeah. two. That oh, the Albanian kid who switches yeah. with yeah. Bart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. Well, I haven't, Simpsons <laughs> yeah. writers. Play count. How many times before tonight have you seen this episode? I didn't think I had until about the halfway point when I recognized the whole uh, traitorism bit. So right. once. Mm. Uh, nuns? Uh, yeah, not before. Never. 
I've seen this a bunch again. before. I generally like season 22. I think this is probably the best season out of the HD era. We've had era. some good ones from this one, haven't we? Yeah, mm. definitely. From season 22, yeah, we've had 500 keys. Yes. Um, yeah. The Nedliest Catch, you know, with oh. Ned and Edna. Yeah. And The Great Simpsino, where Lisa becomes oh, yeah. a magician. Not a bad oh, one. yeah. But there have been some clunkers as well. BT, you didn't like the scorpion's tail. No, I did not. When everyone's eyes pops out. Ah, uh, that I- was a great episode to listen to, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so let's talk about some of the wacky moments of this episode. What were some of the cartoony elements that stood out to you? Oh, I've got one. Yeah? When Bart Skypes on Elise's computer, and he's like, oh, don't minimize me, don't minimize me, don't minimize me, and he screams, uh, I'm not going to do Computers screen, don't but... work like that. <laughs> I know, it's so wacky. But also, come on, man, cheap joke, why are we doing this? We are just filling time here. A lot mm. of this was filling And time. then he just, yeah. sh- he's like, just come into the room. No, that's my Lisa voice, apparently. Just, <laughs> just come into the room. It, it was flawless the first time. I don't Thank know you. They showed the closed door, and then he was in the room. Did not have an open door sound effect or sequence or anything. He's just like, mm. yeah, I was in the room all along. Maybe Skyping from right behind you. Skype <laughs> is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yes. It was too late. <laughs> the VoIP call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah. uh, modern jokes. Anyway. <laughs> I do actually like the joke where Homer can draw his eye to put in the retinal scan. Oh, yeah. That, oh, was, that, that was, was great. That was pretty good, yeah. It um, then went for the second bite of him showing his nipple and getting zapped with a laser. I liked that. It, just, it made me think about Homer's nipples, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I think the first bit was enough. It was funny because, yeah. like, you're like, yes, his eye is drawn with one line in a circle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, again, that's not how computers work. He wouldn't just be able to have to plug the USB in. Yeah. You got to like yeah. do some yes. computer stuff. Let's Thank assume you. it's a hacky spy USB <laughs> that does it all for you. Yeah, somehow. we did grow up in the '90s where everybody could hack, and it was like that. So <laughs> quick, just type really quickly. Yeah. And say stuff like rerouting encryptions and such. <laughs> but no, the database is moving too fast. It's actually amazing that our generation can do so much tech support because based on our media, we don't know or understand any of it. No. <laughs> so yeah, any other wacky elements you want to point out? Okay, I like the joke of Willie taking a bath in the garbage bin. Yeah. 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 But then it's immediately then followed it's up by a bad joke where he's like, Oh, I thought you were the school playground ghost. Oh, I'm not. I'm Bart Simpson, Willie. You know me. How could you forget me, the actual ghost? It's like I thought this was gonna be like maybe the start of an another plot thread where Willie's like, ah, working hard never gets you nothing. And then Homer doesn't give him the bikes. Then he goes back to Willie. Yes. Chekhov. Why the fuck was Willie in it at all? Yeah. Chekhov's going nice. That would have actually been better if it was like a bit more low stakes. Like he got secrets from Willie about the school that he was blackmailing Skinner with maybe. Turns out Willie is a double agent. He's a Scottish agent or something, you know? (laughs) Scotland has no nuclear power. (laughs) Ah, but we're trained to start. That yeah. was the best Scottish accent I'm ever going to do. Nice. Yeah, it just, I think that's probably the episode's biggest problem. It goes such high stakes, it doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's uh. like, guys, we, we got up really high really quickly. How, how do I get down? How do I get down? How do I get help, 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 help? And this is my problem, though. I feel like the new episodes are kind of being animated with a terrible strain to the animator's wrists, like, as they go, <laughs> yeah. because they can't ever back down from these stupid plot yeah. lines that they give themselves. Yeah. Well, we have noticed a concept in recent weeks that's only just sort of clicked with me is that, like, back in in the old days, like they had to cheap out on the animation, it was expensive, so the mm. writing was that much better. More See, now, yeah, it's easier to animate and they can do these like wacky bits, but the writing isn't there, so they do feel so hollow, even though they look objectively better than the old days. Mm. Yes, they do, and yeah, just uh, on the wackiness there as well, I fucking hated Ghost Kid. Oh, um, yeah. yes. Yeah. Also, the implication that Willie has Just flat murdered, out murdered, murdered a, a child. child, not by accident, like by choice. Because ah, it was your now. smart mooth. Yeah. yeah. Mooth. <laughs> Just fucking raked him. 
Yeah. And not in a good way. I was just having the thought while we're talking. <laughs> the listeners at home are making the gesture to Elliot of, what is a good raking? <laughs> oh, the beach, when you face. know, you know. <laughs> Sorry. I just had the thought, we're doing like 80s revivalist episode, and there's a scene with a child on a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And they don't do the child on a bicycle 80s bit. We need to be him escaping from cops on a yeah. bicycle, you know? He did and try to get away from the CIA. Yeah, but there was like less than a second of him bicycling, and then he's in the car. Wacky needs- bit, I like the French Bureau inv- investigations. Oh. Yeah, that was kind of Yeah, cute. except there was smelly and smoking and wearing stripes. And- They're French. What about the A-team yeah, of Finland? Okay. <laughs> don't mess with B.A. Backstrom. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you, you guys uh, liked it. <laughs> He giggled, I'm off the hook. <laughs> no, but like the, the bicycle Sorry. should have gone through like back lots. And yeah, yeah. You're ramps thinking of Stranger Things esque bike scenes. ET scenes. Yeah. You know? The way I describe if someone's like, oh, would I like Stranger Things? I go, it depends. How do you feel about kids on bikes running from adults? For real. <laughs> because that's the type of movie it is. That's it is that exactly. Bam. Like Super 8. Like yeah. Super 8. Yeah. Like ET. Like the 80s. Yeah, I'm going to put money that they're going to do a Stranger Things in Treehouse of Horror 29. <laughs> yeah. So, bottom line, not enough bicycles in this movie. <laughs> Especially considering he was riding a bicycle in order to earn a bicycle. Bikes powered the 80s. Yeah. I don't know whether I liked it or not, so somebody can help me decide. <laughs> the opening line where Milhouse is going, well, that's why me and Nana are now taking a break. Like, what? Don't you what? What the... F- yeah. What? Did you hear that? Uh, no. I kind of liked it. It's okay. like... It's just Milhouse problems. Yeah. They're always weirdly complex, yeah. and yet also incredibly nerdy. So even his own Nana is like, look, you're just too needy. <laughs> so look, especially in comparison to the overall bits, which I thought was so dragged out. Yep. Oh, I could pull the duff. Yep. So crap. But like, in comparison, that joke I thought was good because mm. it didn't draw attention to itself. It makes you ask questions rather than giving you too much information. True, true. Yeah. But yeah. it is bizarre. Uh, it is bizarre. Wacky moment that I hated. Yes. The Chinese fluffy toy weapons. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We're made in China. Yeah. I can see that, Elliot, you kind of liked it. Uh, I only li- I liked the electrified bunny. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was yeah. a good mystery. But the flaming dog food, I was like, come on. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like those three beats. Yeah. But I did like when Homer goes, Bart's got secrets on his flash drive in here, but I've got secrets in here. And the other guy and the Chinese guys are like, is he threatening us? I don't, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, so their involvement, the Chinese uh, intelligence agency, what do you guys think of that? Okay, I need to ask, do you think... Any of them were even voiced by, like, anyone from Asia? Yes, Michael Paul Chu was one of the voices. Yeah, I was about uh, to say, I checked guest stars really quick, but, like, what was he doing? Uh, he's been in something you know, but... Was he voicing all three of the Asian guys? No. No. You could very much tell one of them was uh, doing his, uh, what do you call it? Darndest? Racist. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I was listening to it going, "Is are they just redoing the Apu issue? A little bit. Oh, sorry, I couldn't read my own notes. It's Michael Paul Chan. Which character did he voice? His name is Chinese Agent. Well, yeah, it was going to be. Sorry, I'm reading this off IMDb. Oh, he's in Arrested Development. He's the judge in that. Judge Ping. Yep. Oh, wait, he's in Falling Down. Oh, that's a great movie. Oh, cool. Ooh, Falling Down. Yeah, with Michael Douglas. Yes. Yeah, so good. Where Michael Douglas, like, misses his bus, so he gets a flamethrower and then torches the local quickie mart. I mean, not inaccurate, but also inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how about the heart of this episode? It was definitely going for the bumps. Had some moments of that 80s sitcom vibe, but I just oh, didn't man. stick to that format well enough to really land it. When he, hey, Come on, man. When he sold the secrets and he woke up cuddling his bike, then he went downstairs and Homer had bought him the bike? That yeah, was such that a was good turn 80s, of scenes. Boom! 80s in the... In the 
heart in the, I, in the yeah. spleen. I will give it that. And then he's sadly riding the bike around yeah. the yard. But I thought they did that story build up so well. Like, I loved Bart's faking bonding with Homer. Like, mm. I thought that led to a great montage. Where I like the bumper cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very Homer and Bart bonding. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, what else did they do in that scene? There was oh, them the skimming way. rocks in their backyard and <laughs> straight into Flanders' window. Old yep. man Flanders, yeah. Old man Flanders. <laughs> and yeah, as they were like doing the run through the baseball and they get tasered and like as they pass out, they've both got a little smile on yeah. their face. It was so fucking cute. Neither of them were naked. They should have been naked in that. <laughs> Not in an obscene way, in a tasteful way. Yeah, no, way. I know in what a you mean. streaking that. across the baseball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fun. The whole family can enjoy. There's plenty of times when they've both been naked. Let's go for like a father-son Bart streak. running out of the, the bath in season one and him chasing down the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Those Classic. were good That times. was good child nudity. Actually, and speaking of how they were sort of <laughs> playing with the tropes of, yeah. <laughs> of, anyway. Quick, isolate that. <laughs> uh, and speaking of the problematic tropes, so when Homer's choking Bart and then he has the thought, oh, uh, now Homer. I thought that was a great story turn as well. I do like that he's choking with one hand and having the kind of thoughtful moment with the other hand. <laughs> Like, yeah. Wait, yeah. I never knew fatherhood could affect a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like, am I uh, am I wrong? Did you guys not like how the story of that played out, or with the heart? Sorry. I think it was okay, but like I said, I think the fundamental thing that Bart was doing was so calculated and so criminal that. It made it a little bit... Mm. I'm going to say, if you're going to land a heart moment, you have to do it in third act. Because if you do it in second, I'm going to forget about it. It's, it's going to get erased by what happens next. That's interesting. Yeah, that you makes know. sense. Because the heart act of Homer saving Bart mm-hmm. from China did not hit. Like, it didn't work, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes. because it never... F- like, it wasn't like Bart was being held hostage until Homer did something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bart was never in danger it never felt like it at that, least and anyway. homer catches up to the plot without any prompting whatever yeah. yeah he's just oh i know what's going on all of a sudden it's like how why why did you even follow him oh i like that line though why would a child be going to the yeah. zoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so anything else to say about the heart i feel like i know what you're saying when you say this is a good episode but I feel like the right answer is this almost is a good episode. This could have been a good episode. It needs a rewrite. Yeah. yeah. Like I said at the top, I think it hits the right story beats. It just miffs a lot of the jokes. And For real, man. Like, we were just talking about that bit where one hand was strangling and the other hand was thinking. And I thought that was a really good shot. But the part before it, when he was on the hammock and he was trying to kind of give advice and Bart was really thing. And I was yeah. just like, oh, this is killing me to watch. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah, it was a slower, more boring episode. The pacing of like... Bart chucking a tanty that he didn't get his dirt bike when he was in the... Th- no, my friends are going to hate me now because I don't... Yeah. I could see what they were doing and yet it just didn't catch me. Mm. Fair enough. There is one other heart moment I'd like to point out is that I loved how horny Marge got when Homer oh. was like, oh, I just told Bart that he couldn't have something and he wanted and then she was like really impressed like, yes. oh my God, you're being a father for once. I love that. <laughs> I did love that. She's learned how to like reward good behavior. Yeah. You know, that's what I felt like. <laughs> like he's doing something good and he just need to give the reward you know training a dog almost how i'm feeling about this episode it did the right thing story wise and i'm like i want to reward it i want to fuck it (laughs) just a little (laughs) and we're back yeah but i I feel like that gets ruined immediately by you know i hope the kids didn't hear and then ned's like well maybe your kids didn't but we've been standing here staring at you fuck through the window for the past 10 minutes like yeah yeah. Why is that? Why is he standing there? Why the kid? Why, why are they still there? And it's too late to turn that mod picture around. <laughs> She's yeah. already seen it all. It's over, man. But ultimately, though, guys, did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? 
No one's no. wrong. Oh, but yes. I, but oh. I just Come on, who's mm. off character? I'm not saying off character. I'm saying the whole vibe in general. Well, fair enough. And they were going for like family matters or, you know, it's yeah. all in the family Which, house again, I wish matters. I just stuck harder too. But I mean, I also appreciate this is an episode where Homer helps build and destroy a nuclear plant in 20 seconds. Mm. Not even that. They did mm. miff the ending. Mm, they miffed it so yeah. hard it really yeah, yeah, drags because yeah. my notes as I progress through for each ad break first one just says tumbleweed second yep. one just says now it's dumb and the third one just says now it sucks great routine but she didn't stick that landing yep. if I know one thing about gymnastics it's all about the landing well I do feel like Bart was off character fundamentally and for example little things like him studying and succeeding in the test. I mean, we've had yeah. him yeah. study really hard and he's just not smart enough. Ooh, and and he after tries. the test, he knows a bit. Yeah. And there's yeah. that genuinely heartbreaking moment where he's like, this is the best I can do and I still yeah. fail. Exactly. Oh my yeah. God, does that hurt? And like that was such a part of Bart's character is that even when he tries, it's really hard for him. And mm. that's why he falls back yeah. into this like misbehaving, like shitty behavior because he's not, fundamentally, he's not that capable. Mm. And so the fact that he just spent what seemed to be maybe like a day studying, oh, yeah. and he got an A. You kind of go, yeah. you little lazy shit. Like, why don't you just do this more often? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's sort of what I like is that he's properly motivated. And I mean, I get what you're saying. And, you know, Bart gets an F is such a complex fucking character study that, mm-hmm. yeah, they're never going to hit those days again. No. <laughs> but it wasn't totally off point. Yeah, I'm not going to say it it's, it's not an- enough removed from a Simpsons ever to say it doesn't feel like wine. It's just there are some problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Homer getting swept up in the new thing that he likes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Homer was quite good. Yeah. Homer was like a good yeah, version at, of himself. At the beginning of this, I'm like when he's really watching the episode and they're spending so long just focused on the episode. Yeah. Trying over... to be a good dad. That's such a Homery thing. Trying. Like, maybe I can be a good dad. I could be a human being. Well, that's <laughs> sort of some subtext with this episode that both Bart and Homer are sort of uh, s- yeah. seeing the light. Yeah. And, and maybe it's just because they hadn't had it explained to them in this way that the message never got through to them before. They never had it explained to them in sitcom format. (laughs) That was my best impression of a sitcom audience. There's not enough of me. (laughs) What was that line? What was that meta... (laughs) What was that meta-referential line where they were like, the only reason this show's been on the air for 30 years is because the director has blackmail evidence against Fox's... That was too specific. Yeah, they had evidence that network president hit uh, ran over a guy. That's like, that's too specific. Mm. <laughs> We're watching you, Simpsons creators. But yes or no, would you watch this episode again? Nah, probably not. I would. I kind of, yeah, I would. Uh, I would watch it when I'm teaching my class how to fix the Simpsons. Ooh. <laughs> because this is a great Ouch. example of getting halfway. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's a good almost. Yeah. Well, I'd watch it again and I'd put it in a playlist. What playlist are we going to watch uh, with this? Uh, um, selling secrets to terrorists. Yeah, there's nice. that. Okay. Uh, yeah, to put it with Bart gets an F, you know, Bart mm. trying and failing at school and stuff. Homer's yeah. whole ass parenting. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. So, oh, sorry. One more. Marge being horny. Oh. <laughs> Snuggle episodes. Oh, yeah. Snuggle. Good horny Marge, because <laughs> much like a lot in the HD, they miff horny Marge a lot, but this is good horny Marge. <laughs> oh, any horny Marge is good horny Marge. <laughs> Devil wears nada. <laughs> nice. Oh, like, for the wrong person and the wrong reasons, and everything's yeah. wrong about that. All right. We're almost at the end of this segment. So, BT, what would you change about this episode? Uh, again, so many things we've already covered. I think mm. I would have... 
have that bit with Willie makes sense. Maybe he helps Bart cheat, and that's how he gets the A. So then you have like a double layer of Bart hasn't quite done the right thing, but he still wants the reward. But yeah. then it's, there's another teaching moment in that. Change the entire third act. It gets too high stakes too quickly. So keep that. Keep it in Springfield and with the characters we yeah. know. Maybe yeah. Homer finds out about the cheating. There's something to be had there, and it bugs me a lot. As much as good as the he gets the bike, but then Homer gives him the bike moment is. I don't think it's worth it for the stupidly dizzying stakes we get to. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, and just add some more laughs. There's some. It's, <laughs> I, I did not chuckle enough. It's hard to say. You need more funny, but yeah, it, you need more funny. All right. How about you, Claire? What would you like to change about this episode? Well, going to Beach's point, I think the funniness should have been derived from a few jokes rather than the wackiness that mm. they keep, you know, interjecting. Sure. Because it took it out of the story too much and at really random moments like the very moving moment of Bart coming down and actually getting the present from Homer he had this weird little dream about being beaten up by the Statue of Liberty and then yeah, an eagle yeah. bursting from his chest and yeah it, I didn't dig that it didn't work and it undermined and made you forget the like you said the very touching moment a, f- a few seconds before and you started going what what's going on yeah <gasps> actually sorry just to quickly bring it back to me before your drawn in breath comes <laughs> can come out there's just so much fill in this episode and it really yeah. bugs me. There yeah. was a long intro, long there was a intro. long couch gag, there was this long outro with Inside the Actors Studio. It ends like three times. Yeah. And it has stuff like uh, when Bart sees the bike, he goes, oh, I think I just found the thing I'm going to die on. And that was funny. But then it has this long fantasy sequence of him launching himself into space and his eyes exploding. Yeah. And then you have that, yeah, that long yeah. fantasy sequence, the Statue of Liberty beating him up. And it's like, there's just so much fill here. It really bugs me. Yep. You have something to say, Shag. <laughs> you may exhale now. He picks up the flash drive. Chinese catch him. Homer saves him. The Homer goes to China. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. Cut all that. What we need is a big chase sequence where the Chinese are trying to catch him. He's on the bike because mm-hmm. they don't ah. use the bike for anything. That's where we get the, our 80s bike scene as well. He's oh, on yeah. his bike. He's escaping from the Chinese. Hijinks excuse. He does all the 80s motifs. He has to go in front of the moon at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, goes past two guys carrying a glass panel across a road. <laughs> he can. That's not 80s, but he can. He has to, he has to go through a construction site and go yeah. over like ramps and shit. Mm-hmm. Has to go in front of the moon. Da 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 da. Ends up back at his door maybe and Homer like saves the day because no, him and the Chinese end up back at his door at the same time then Homer opens the door and he's the big stern and suddenly it's here anyway the other thing that has to happen he's on the bike and he goes over a ramp or something and then it echoes the dream sequence of him going up in a space like he's about to have his eyes popped but it turns out he's being grabbed by like a grabber claw or something you know he's going up because you got to have it tie back to the dream sequence which was long and pointless and mm-hmm. he's and that's we give it point and merit bam yeah. Yo, even even a little throwaway line of I didn't want to die on it or something <laughs> like you know this yeah. thing I'm gonna I die on I never thought I'd die on it so soon yeah. you know there's a bit you know in uh, Adventure Time where Jake foreshadows his death yep. and then it comes true but it doesn't because it's part of he, he misinterpreted the dream sequence yeah. that's a thing where you have the foreshadow of the future mm-hmm. and then it happens at the end but it actually it's not a death it's it, etc you were just watching final destination yeah mm. <laughs> uh, this is some great stuff guys like uh, <laughs> fucking i can't wait to edit this all out later <laughs> that's a real great job guys real great job we're gonna put a pin in that <laughs> no i can't add anything like useful to what i'd change about it because <laughs> well, like, change, I mean, Elliot? oh the only thing i do is like because i liked in our discussion that we yeah, mentioned that Willie's involvement was pointless and it would have been better to see a low-stakes school mm. episode. And mm. and mm. yeah, you're right. We should have tied the bike into it somehow. They yep. should. So yeah, I'd say combining those ideas, low-stakes school espionage with, I don't know, 
Bart on a bike being chased by Seymour Skinner in his Honda, you know? <laughs> um, that's how you know. It's a Honda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Superintendent Chalmers had the Honda. So Skinner's got like an even worse car. So like Bart only gets away because the fucking thing breaks down. It, it mm. writes itself. Guest stars of the episode. Yeah, as you mentioned, we had James Lipton doing his Inside the Actors Studio thing. What did you guys think of that button? James Lipton's always delightful, but I didn't yeah. like what they did with him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. him being the Lizzie. I thought that was funny. Oh, no, that was funny. But then he does that weird lean into the camera at the end. It was like, yeah. I didn't like the animation on him. I did hey, like the way hey, he said things. Hey. Well, I didn't like Digby Sheridan uh, going, oh, I slept with everybody in the cast, including the dog. Yeah. Very strange. But James um, Lipton is, is just a class act all but, around. But so. yeah, I thought he saved it, though, with, uh, as Matthew Perry says, that's too much information or <laughs> whatever the quote is. I don't watch Friends. What, mm. is he, what does Matt Perry say, Claire? Too much yeah, information. Right. Oh. So 80s sounding. <laughs> yeah. What's his other quote? I've got a fucking monkey. Could I be any more of a blank? Oh, he's yeah. good. Beads, you are the, the, the 80s pinnacle. 90s? 90s. Sit on it. Wasn't that his co-star? Oh, wait, no, that's his Matt LeBlanc. Coaster. That's what you put a good drink on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll Quality right entertainment back. all for free. Sponsor us, Coasters. <laughs> uh, apparently, Gary Marshall was in this episode. and He, uh, he must have been playing Digby, actually. He was playing Sheldon Leavitt, actually, at the end of the episode where he goes, yeah, that's good enough. Let's go home. Whatever, back to the show. And David Mamet as well made a little cameo. Mm, good for David Oh, Mamet. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see him getting work. Yeah. Bleep, 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 oh, bleep, bleep. That's I pretty could... good. I could use that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that as a little line. Yeah, they were good <laughs> guest stars. And Michael Paul Chan as well playing a Chinese intelligence agent. As <laughs> such a complex character. All right. And musical moments. Yeah. Look, I loved how they kept interjecting the Thicker Than Waters theme song into the episode. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And yeah, I've got it in my head now. The friendship's mad. I really liked Homer singing at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like by these later seasons, they've gotten a bit too indulgent. They're just like, we love hearing Homer sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Castanet has gotten really good at doing the Homer voice and singing, which is hard to do a voice and sing it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they lean on that a little. But I loved it. Can I ask something? When Homer's got the magazine, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's writing in to like get his collectible plates, yeah, does he go to the World Trade Center? Yes. Ah, oh, yes. okay. Yeah. I think 20- I heard that, and I was just like, ooh. They're like, Homer, that's a twenty-year-old magazine. They're not going to have anything. Oh, they will. World Trade Plaza, why? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm uh, glad uh, uh, I, I didn't mishear that because I'm like, that's very cringy. This was them going, get it? It's funny. It's the place where three thousand people died. Ah. Comedy. <laughs> this is a great time to bring it up in this episode about Bart selling secrets yeah. to terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So weird. So we're almost at the end, but I need to ask you if you have any more notes. We'll start with you, BT. I do appreciate, and I felt like you would as well, when they're watching uh, Thicker Than Water, it has the correct aspect ratio for an 80s ah. sitcom Ooh. on a current uh, flat screen television. That is a good... I didn't notice that. You That's who a... notices aspect ratio no matter where. And you know? I flip a shit when it's wrong. <laughs> you do. I've seen you go to the neighbours and correct their fl- aspect ratio. <laughs> and I also like when uh, Bart and Homer hug and Homer, Bart's like, he's buying it. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm buying, buying it. it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That yep. I yep. thought I got a chuckle out of. But oh, yeah, and my only last note was so much Phil, but I already said that. 
Yep, fair enough. Uh, how about you, Claire? Any other notes? My only thing is I miss the days when Itchy and Scratchy episodes used to reference the A-Line story mm-hmm. yep. from from it. Like, Yeah, yeah. they clearly had a Itchy and Scratchy cartoon ready to go to put into a short well, episode. Well, this was yep. Yep. one of the show's five endings. Is that I thought yeah. we were going to end on Itchy and Scratchy. Like, no, we have three more to get through. And it wasn't actually a bad Itchy and Scratchy episode. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> but it had nothing to do with anything. And it was But it was such a good misdirect as well when they make Scratchy swallow the bees and you're like expecting the bees yeah. to start stinging yeah. them, but they just build a hive and make a hive out of scratchy oh poor scratchy and then he gets opened by a bear like just like winnie the pooh <laughs> <laughs> how about you danny any other notes one director was called sheldon leave it i felt like they were making a gag on a phrase she'll done leave it like 80s characters famous from leaving a thing sure. i don't know sheldon leave it felt strangely Pointy. I liked how they kept putting it in the episode, like Homer's yeah. fantasy yeah, sequence it was, was credited to Sheldon Leavitt, and then the end of the episode was as well. I wonder if that was about someone leaving a certain sitcom. Doesn't matter. Who cares? It's like a um, they're trying to say to Sheldon from Big Bang Theory, "Leave it. Oh, yes. You're better than this show." Sheldon, get leave the it. Fuck out, bro. <laughs> Has anyone been watching Young Sheldon? Fuck no. Good uh, to it's, hear. it's that weird thing where you will never meet a person who has, and yet its ratings are high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the thing? Yeah. The other thing, of course, is that they seem to have swapped to a flat screen TV, mm-hmm. but they haven't got it on a table anymore. Now it's on the floor, and they still have the weird bunny ears, the uh, bent bunny ears from their old TV. I think it's usually is mounted, but it was only on the floor on that one, so Homer could sit, you know, lying on his uh, stomach, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. daydreamily watching TV. So he took the TV down off yes. the wall so <laughs> he could do that. Yes. <laughs> I like his commitment to shtick. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes in the HD couch gags as well, the TV falls off the wall and you see it's still got the red, white, and yellow. Yeah. Plugs, not HDMI like we have Dude now. needs to it's buy fancy. a new DVD player. It's pronounced hood me. <laughs> Head me, yep. <laughs> All right, time for my final notes. Pew, pew, yeah. pew. Wait, wait, sorry. <clears throat> Keep That's going. rapid notes. This is final notes. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm dropping the whole gun thing because, you know, guns are gross. Yeah, but no more than they've always been. That's true. Okay. I always thought of it more as a laser. Oh, yeah. Some fucking dope ass laser sounds. Thank you. (laughs) So, yeah. That's better. (laughs) That's really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Kent's Corrections. Yeah, Corrections doesn't have a K, it has a C. We both. (laughs) I like that. I like in the start as well how they turn on the sitcom and Lisa's like eyes are kind of glazed over, like, oh, this is shit. (laughs) Yeah, but he's looking so excited, like, Ooh, what's going to happen next? Yeah. <laughs> really played with the characters well in this episode. And Homer going, ooh, I like the executive producing and the line producing, but most of all the co-producing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, what do producers actually do? I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> He's on to me. <laughs> Marge is ironing the garbage bags. That was pretty good. Oh, yeah. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bart recounts a classic line from the bullies. To the library. Oh, oh Yeah. yeah. I don't think that was intentional. No, probably not. <laughs> um, I liked him not knowing where the library was, though. Kind of walking around and back and forth in the background, being like, which, yeah. which way is the <laughs> yeah. library? <laughs> no, that was a great gag. But yeah, I'm assuming Simpsons will repeat themselves unknowingly. And like, <laughs> you know, the Simpsons will go well long enough that they'll accidentally rewrite the works of Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you take the first word from every single episode and you have Hamlet. <laughs> Look it up, people. He's right. Another musical moment that I liked is the theme song for Upscalian in the house. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was such yeah. a good, like, L- fresh Smithy yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah. There once was an alien coming from the earth. And then Homer's like beatboxing such along a bad with it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <know>, right. Oh. <laughs> uh, not as bad as uh, Supreme Courtney. Oh, yeah. terrible. <laughs> Six seasons in a movie. <laughs> I liked that joke. I didn't like the I lost Lucy joke, though. No. Yeah, that was pretty poor. Yeah, Lucy Ball was, was good. 
Yeah. They need to lay off her. <laughs> they are constantly like just taking digs at her. For such an icon of television, it makes sense to then rip on that, but it's it's a little too much now. Be nice though. Like mm-hmm. you can you can reference, but you Play know, nice just, boys. Though, yeah. Mm. Yeah, big Clamshell bully. Lucy <laughs> is fine. Yeah. yeah. Digging up her bones is not. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> um uh, Homer puts vodka into a humidifier. That looks yeah. like fun. We're all thinking about that, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. I've got a sleep apnea machine. I'm oh. wondering what it will do. <laughs> Pretty sure that'll kill that you. That will kill you. <laughs> There's only one way to find out. Bart's license plate was TR-8OR. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very mm-hmm. close to the uh, stormtrooper that uh, in The Force Awakens that the fans uh, renamed yeah. TR-8R. Yeah. The one that yells out to Finn, traitor! And yep. then pulls out the fucking wicked baton with electric on it. Oh, yeah. Shaq, you weirdly called that he was going to put the flash drive into the panda exhibit. Yeah, man. Because it's being China. blatantly childish with its racist tropes about China. And if they're n- anywhere near a zoo, well, what's the most Chinese thing in a zoo? I thought they would actually hand it directly to the panda. Yeah, I thought he was going to hand it to the panda. Then the panda takes off its hood and it's like the Chinaman in disguise. The Chinaman? Yeah, because it's been wow. a racist episode. <laughs> Wow. I actually would have liked it, but then he's like being a panda completely wrong. Like, ook, ook, do you have the flash drive? <laughs> like, do pandas ook? <laughs> Nay. <laughs> and then Bart, like, realizing, oh, I wouldn't trade it for all the tea in China. I actually kind of liked that, even though it was a bit on the nose. Uh, it was just a little too forced because Bart would literally never say what that. What are you talking That's his classic catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have tea in China, man. I like how Marge was, like, really psyched about her summer squash as well. Just reminds me how much she thinks potatoes are just neat. <laughs> <laughs> Great Marge moment. And my final... Oh, no, that was my final note. It is time to rank this thing! <laughs> Etc. On the Simpsons Index, we rank using our six-point scale, which starts down the bottom at failure. But maybe the episode was just meh. You give a participant. But for the good rankings, you got good bronze, great silver, excellent golf, but for the best, of the very best, the ones that you'd sell secrets to another government for, you give those episodes cubic zirconia. I'm going to go first. Let me show you how it's done. I'm giving this one a silver. Like, honestly, wow. I really, wow. really... I would love to actually give this one gold, but it's just wow. undeniable. It just myths so many moments. Like, there are so many cringy jokes, so many fundamental problems that we keep seeing over and over again in this era. But honestly, the one thing that it's got going for it for me is its story and its heart. And I think they do all that enough for me to at least give it a silver medal ranking. Claire, you're next. Uh oh. Uh, I'm going to say participant. Wow, really? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't really laugh at it. I can see what it was going for, but I don't feel like it actually got there. So, yeah. Sorry, episode. You tried your best and you failed. Danny, you're next. I think I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go silver as well. Oh, really? Yeah. What is wrong with you people? I mean, Um, I love you both. (laughs) I did think it had an interesting, good story beats. I think all the characters were being themselves. I think it had a good 80s vibe. I think it didn't do them right. That's why it's not a goal and it's not a cubic. If it did what it said in the script and made it good, that would have been a great episode. As it was, eh, it's a silver episode. Fair enough. BT, finish it off. Well, I walked into this room on a fail. Thank you. Me too. (laughs) Really? Yeah. We had so much fun in the room, though. Yeah, that's because we're fun. Yeah. <laughs> because I really, I hated the entire third act. Um, and I think everything before that was pretty flat. However, in discussion and the fact that I now am not angry at it, I think I can forgive it. In terms of acts, I have participant, bronze, fail. So if I take that and average it out, it's a participant. So 
as much as I wanted to kick this into the pit when we walked in, I'm at a participant. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, this will average out into being a bronze, a ranking that no one actually gave it. <laughs> Which might be the first time that's happened. No, it's the second. Oh, really? Wow. This previously happened on The Squirt and the Whale, and that was the same thing. I was, like, really up on it, and you were like, I wanted to fail it. <laughs> Where, yeah, Lisa's saving the dying whale. I thought, uh, again, that had yeah. a great story, lots of heart, just not uh, great that jokes. fucked it up. Oh, says you. Says me, indeed. But we've also had other split rankings in the average bronze. We've had silver bronze bronze participant with Dude Rares My Ranch, one that oh, we yeah. all yeah. reviewed before. Smoke on the Daughter, where Lisa yeah. takes up secondhand smoking. <laughs> A totally fun thing that Bart will never do again, where they go on a cruise into Antarctica. Yeah, this actually feels about right in amongst yeah. all those episodes. Yeah, actually. yeah, just to bring it back to me for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think one thing that really deserves to, a kick in the face for this episode is how it ends on like the writer of something unrelated going, well, I suppose that'll do. That's lunch by. It's like, yeah. yeah. Way to telegraph exactly the way you felt about the, your own episode episode. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. All right, guys, so that was the 476th episode of The Simpsons. Now we're going all the way back to the 407th episode with Husbands and Knives. We'll be back. And we are back, and we just watched our Teens Era episode. This was Season 19, Episode 7, Husbands and Knives. First released in November of Oort 7, it was directed by Nancy Cruz, written by Matt Selman. In this episode, fuck, I don't even know where to begin. Ha! There's a comic book shop, and then Marge opens a gym, and then Homer gets plastic surgery. Guys, what did you think? Oh, wow. I was okay with it until the third act, and then the second they were like, oh, Homer, you got your stomach stable. Like, nope, fuck. Fuck you, fuck a fuck. Yep. What were we saying before about the episodes just turning into the fucking Homer show? Yeah. <sighs> Look, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I actually enjoyed it more than the last episode that Whoa! we watched. But cohesive storyline was non-existent. No. Um, Whereas the last one, it had at least had a through line of a storyline. This one fucking dropped what it was doing yeah. after every About act. three or four times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was a mess. Yeah. This was a mess. I felt like we started off watching a B plot, like the comic book thing. Was that a B plot or was that a setup to the next half of the A plot? It just got fucking dropped. It got dropped. It was a dropped plot. It was such a shame because I was starting to watch it and I was into it. It made sense. Like I think you could have gotten quite a bit of material out of it. Yeah, there were some jokes I wasn't a fan of in the first act, but uh, like it was going somewhere. I heard the direction, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. For better or worse, what is a moment from this story that stood out to you? Uh, We'll start with you, Claire. Very, very minor visual gag but from act one with the comics that they were going through mm-hmm. um with you know the different versions of robin Ooh, i, like I really yeah. liked holy trinity batman uh, <laughs> oh born again robin yeah <laughs> yeah i liked it and they went through all the like various characters died superman dies aquaman dies casper dies yeah. Yeah. yeah perfect and it was exactly like that yeah. yeah welcome to comics they had some fun playing with comic tropes like Martin and comic book guy's little argument in the store. Mm-hmm. That ne- didn't actually happen, and then Bart's like, none of this, none really of this shit happened. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my store. So yeah, as far as comic book commentary, yeah, that was some of my favourite material from this episode. How about you, Danny? What is a moment from this story that stood out to you for better or worse? For better or worse, I'm really left with the images of three famous comic book artist, mm. writer, producers hovering in midair and then deciding not to save the world from a meteor as they go down to the convention center that was a tad silly it was a tad silly oh yeah we saved that for the whack but it really felt pointless like they were a quick cheap way to to wrap up section a 
uh, which I didn't like at, as a wrap up. I didn't like that they had a really interesting storyline. Not a really interesting, but they had a storyline, and then they were just like, you know what? I'm bored of this, mm. and we've paid these three guys who only agree if they get to be exciting superheroes. Or maybe they did that because they're superhero authors. Oh, fuck, yeah, whatever. It doesn't do it for me. Mm. The last we see of them, plot-wise, is them just beating the crap out of comic book guy. Yeah. That's the last we see of him yeah. as well. Yeah, he's yeah. in hospital. He, he's still out of business. His store is yeah. still... Because he, he would have been hospitalized from the thing. Why was his shop then out of business? Surely that... Oh, I got a bigger question for you. Marge is still a successful gym owner. Gym owner. Yeah. Gym owner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Highly <laughs> successful. Yeah. So they don't reset any of that. Nope. <laughs> like, because Marge's uh, thing is... It's not something that comes up again, and that's the I'm going to say the moment from the story that stood mm. out to me. At least the second act tied into that event from the first act, where comic book guy's shop was shut and Marge had a problem, and that fixed it. Ooh, that ooh. is actually something I liked. But the fact that Coolsville and Jack Black's character never get brought up again yeah, fucking yeah, pissed yeah, me off. Yeah. That's sort of what I was just thinking then. Why would you do the it's all a dream sequence to retcon act three rather yeah. than to retcon all three acts? Why would you be like, oh, we're going yeah. back to act two where everything, everything still doesn't really make well. sense? Yeah. yeah, she could have just had a throwaway line going, I didn't like that my success was making you so insecure, homie. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have really appreciated yeah. that as a close, but at least it's some sort of close that was quick. Would have sucked to say, I'm going to give up what's working for me for you, which yep. is nice, but also But very, it is a very, very Marge sad. thing to do. Yeah. So as much as it would have felt a little empty, it would have at least made sense and reset things. Yeah. But if the episode even spent more time with any of the elements it was going for, mm. one of these stories could have been satisfying, but they just fucking drop shit all over the place. Anyway, what about you, BT? What is a moment from this episode that stands out to you for better day? I'm going to throw quickly to a throwaway joke that wasn't a big part, but I think it's a good example of how to do something like that because I have a lot of criticism here. So I'm going to go on to positives. When Marge is on Oprah ripoff. Opal. Oh, yeah. They talk about her boyfriend, straight man. And it's like, and without going into like a screeching halt, see, she's never actually revealed she's actually in a relationship. And that's why she's made up this guy and called him straight man. It just from the name alone, you get that joke yeah. set up. Mm. So I like that as a way of delivering a, what could have been a terrible grind to a halt. Look at this stupid bit joke. Isn't Oprah single forever? Ha ha. Whereas it's just did it with a name. And that's probably the most favourable thing I have to say. Yeah, but then it undercuts itself with her going, uh, 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 everyone gets cuckoo clocks. Uh. That wasn't the worst thing. I was hoping for bees, as is my favourite <laughs> gif of all time. Gif Oprah bees, everybody. As it's much as I try to find the best Simpsons gifts, yeah, I will never have a gif better than that gif. Bees! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll get back into all that in a moment. But play count. How many times have you seen this episode before tonight? I haven't seen it. I feel like I've seen parts. I've definitely seen the Watchmen Babies V for Vacation. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah, that's that's very good. But the rest of it, I don't remember. I may have just forgotten or been drunk. I can't specify. Yeah, look, this is one where it's a fever dream of yeah, an episode. It's so yeah. disjointed yeah. that even rewatching this a week from now, I don't feel like I know where it's, it's going to go. It's fucking garbled, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've actually watched, and I think this is why I came away feeling pleasant about it instead of really angry, mm -hmm. even though I should feel angry, because I feel like I've watched three parts of like three different yeah. episodes and yeah. didn't finish any of them and all of them had things in it that I liked and I wanted to see more of so I almost feel like I've, I've seen three stories but only part of them yeah you know like, and when we go back to watch the next episode it'll just be the conclusion of those three yeah, stories yeah <laughs> and then I'd be fine like yeah. everything would be great so how about the wackiness of this episode which will take up the bulk of our conversation today mm. jeez I mean a lot of it gets retconned as being dream yes to be fair. But it's also fucking stupid as shit. Like when Homer starts crying out of his goddamn nipples. Yep. I don't know where yep. my tear yep. ducks are. <sighs> <sighs> 
And then the second Marge is all like, well, I don't want you anymore, homie. Like, okay, this is a dream. Yeah. yeah. Like, just ended already. I don't even know why we're doing this. And so climbing up Notre Dame of Springfield, that's like a hunchback reference. Yeah. It clearly should have been a King Kong reference. <gasps> yeah. yeah. That's Fucking that's... what are they doing? I wrote uh, a Notre Dame Springfield script back in high school. Uh, really? Gasp. Yeah. I don't know. It, it felt was better a than this one. Frankenstein, yeah. I think, to me. Yeah, well, Frankenstein would have been fine. I really, really would have liked if they did some like body horror elements. Like they said, he's got wadded up, rolled up socks in his muscles. Like if he flexed and they just popped out or Ooh. something. <laughs> think about, yeah, you want to see socks pop out of Homer's body. This is what you're telling me right now. You, <laughs> want you, don't, to you see don't know what you want, Elliot. Gym socks popping out of Homer Simpson's deformed body. Torso. <laughs> what have you become? <laughs> it should have ended up with absurdist body horror nightmare, though. If they're doing dream sequence, yeah, isn't it always it. supposed to go like way to in the, the end? Yeah. Here's the moral. And suddenly he's looking down as his body like falls into Lego pieces, and he's like, "Oh no, yeah. Zinc, come back, Zinc." Other <laughs> <laughs> uh, wackiness is when Homer has pegged back all his fat with more pegs. Yes, they've done this joke before with yeah. Ken Brock. Yes. Although I think it wasn't fat. Yeah, he's gotten so skinny, it's just loose it's skin. It's loose now. skin, yeah. 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 I, uh, and then I didn't let me that. just put this sweaty old blanket away. Bing pot. Mm. I didn't mind the first part, but that was just like, nah. A, if you guys get in the mood, why is she stopping to kind of do the laundry? B, how can she find the, the wardrobe with the lights out? Uh, C, this is Marge. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> also, I wouldn't want to get busy on a sweaty old blanket. Your husband's sweaty old skin blanket. That's uh. pretty hot to me. Uh, I do like the lead-in joke of, you remember I like romance. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, great. That was cute. <laughs> also, his room was pretty blinged up. He, oh, he yeah. did the romance thing right. Oh, definitely. Which, for a second, I thought that was going to be the plot point. He's going to all these lengths to be skinny and attractive yes. when all he had to do is put in the effort and show it. Yes. Yeah. And for a second, I'm like, good move. Says, oh, wait, no, yes. now his fat's pegged behind his head. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Love it. I'm sold on this guy's episode. Yeah. Oh, already gotten to the change question. <laughs> oh, man, there's already so much. You've still got to find a way to wrap up the gym, though, as well. Oh, I have that. Don't worry. Ah. Because Marge, like her gym becomes so successful that there's more pressure on her to be thin and an example of what to be so she oh, becomes sure. the problem she was trying to solve oh, 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 she becomes like, the new body she gets she's so stapling. busy managing the gym and making everyone else healthy that she starts putting on weight from always being behind the now, desk I was going to say she's like losing weight because she's not eating she's stressing so much Man. and then becomes the new Both image work. of the unrealistic ideal body because oh, she's now yeah. really thin and yeah. fit yeah. but she's not happy she's doing it from working too much and missing out on life and family and all that oh I've got one I've got one Homer gets a stomach stapling she yep. sees Homer get the results and she's like I've been at this two hours a day for how does he get it that quickly Ooh. and then she gets the stomach stapling Ooh. i feel like this was one of my major problems with the episode is that it was kind of body shaming and also trying to mm. not be and yeah. it was yeah. not hitting the right notes on either way that reminds me of the bullies like hitting on marge and then not hitting on marge like, like mm. teasing marge and then being like whoa guys don't talk about marge like that she's a fine looking honey yeah just like his mom whoa don't talk about my mom like that she's a fine looking honey yeah just like marge it felt very confused there uh and like that was the other thing the little jokes about his mom's depression and yeah. stuff not cool it was just yeah it was kind of like in the realm of not cool i mean i felt already a bit shitty about the fact that very slender marge was mm -hmm. already 
unhappy about her body. Comparing herself to fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a, a, a cardboard cutout of Wonder Woman. Although if she originally had a 26, 26, 26 figure, that's... <laughs> Straight that's up and down. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be a cylinder. I See, I like that little throwaway joke, but yeah. it was like trying to be, you know, oh, let's just accept yourself the way you are. But it also was making a lot of very un- uh, like miserable sort of jokes about it all. Yeah. At Homer's expense as well, not just at Marge's. So... Uh, I didn't love the way they pulled that off. Yeah. No, it, it lacked tact. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. So just before we leave the wackiness, just want to bring up Jack Black's role in this episode. I didn't remember his name, but it was Jack Black playing a Jack Black character. Correct. Uh, pork pie hat guy. Yes. Oh, what was with that fucking wacky ass cutaway? Homer has sent someone said the word pork pie. Oh, that was yeah. so fucking lame. Mm, I didn't mind pie. it. I didn't <laughs> mind it. Really? Oh, because uh, it didn't linger on it too much. Yeah. You know, it was a quick cut, so it was just one little huh, weird. The first thing I, I reacted was they're like, oh, I bet Homer would laugh at this. Shame he's not in this story. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Let's do it anyway. It yeah. feels lazy for that. Like, yeah. I didn't mind it for the idea that he can sense it. But yeah, that's... He can hear pudding. <laughs> that's true. So what uh, What about some other things from the um, Coolsville, the opening comic book shop? I totally would have shopped there, though. Like, yeah? Sucker for yeah, indie I'm... hipster shit? Yeah. You like yeah. your K- yeah. K-pop covers of Tom Jones Oh, songs? my God. I'd be all over yeah. that shit. I want to <laughs> play it all day in my house. <laughs> I loved hate at this bit. I'm um, yep. young pussycat. <laughs> yeah, I think it went on a bit too long. I don't yeah. think yeah. he needed to sing the verses. Yeah, Agreed. it didn't need him running through the store singing it. It was kind of a good thing to have in the background. Now that would have been really funny, like him jumping on Guitar Hero and DDR at the same time. That was fucking dope. Yeah, yeah. he's so hipster. All of these sort of things that are going to appeal to the youth of today and draw them away from a normal comic book shop. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm. But that would have been so funny, just like if he was carrying on in the background of the normal conversation of The Simpsons. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Look, I liked a lot of the throwaway jokes for this because it is. Every modern comic book store that's suddenly, you know, geek chic. Yeah. yeah. We're going to invest yeah. a shit ton of money in this instead of, you know, the dank basement that mm-hmm. we used to have. And I love the, you know, everybody gets a free piece of Japanese hard candy. <laughs> yeah. And even though it was really cringy, Lisa getting the dolphin yeah. flavored one. Yeah. <laughs> Although, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of them gets miso candy, so that's just yes. water. No, miso is um bean paste. Yeah. <laughs> bean paste candy. One what was the other one? Prawn. A miso. Prawn, yeah. yeah. It's pretty close miso though. And, and yeah, miso is a bean. That's a little gritty stuff in your miso soup. Mm. The well, water is the water. <laughs> Where there's miso I, and my miso. <laughs> Did you miso it or Oh god, guys. Oh, terrible. Um, I didn't like it's it's the classic trope, so I know why it was there, but Bart being like, Oh yeah, well let's see if you're a real fan. That's mm. like the whole like gamer girl culture the, the, thing, the, you know. The gatekeeping, yeah. Gatekeeping. I don't like that shit. Yeah, but it is the kind of thing that Bart does. It's the kind of thing that comic book fans do. I yeah. do like that he was just like, I used to have such a bad relationship yeah. with my old comic book guy. <laughs> yeah. I forgot how good it yeah. could be. I do I like the turnaround where he's like, Well, oh, what do you think? And like yes, that's a really good absolutely. way to Absolutely. Yeah. And this, to me, is another reason why it's so shitty that they dropped this plot. This could mm-hmm. have been so much bigger, and this guy going up against comic book guy yeah. trying to win Bart's affection. Comic you know? book like learning a lesson and coming back to the table and things. Yeah, so much better than running in and starting a fight and then being written out seconds later. Ooh, yeah. ooh, and change the episode. It ends up becoming a thing where yeah, this guy is interacting with you, Bart, because he wants you to buy more shit. And notice you've bought more stuff that you don't need at his store than you ever yes. did at mine. Yes, yeah, I don't even like. 
these comic book characters, but why do I have so much merch? Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Comic book guy going to Marge's gym to try and get healthy yep. and win back <laughs> oh. respect. Of, you know, <laughs> look what I did for your butt. Have yeah. to dress as a woman, but that'd be weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, we could work around that. The the, the, the women only gym thing. Put a, put a pin in that. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll come back. It. So the other thing I wanted to mention that I hated about this section before we move on is that in that thing where Bart was like, oh, who would win? He went the Palport way of yeah. going thung. thung or Mulk. And uh. it's like, you've already had several references to real characters. Yeah. Why yeah. are you Palporting now? Also, it's always Hulk and Thor. Hulk and Thor, not Thing. Or Spider-Man and Hulk. Now yeah. there's a matchup. Spider-Man has successfully knocked out the Hulk. Oh, has he? Yeah. You got to go... <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, one joke that I kind of love hated mostly hated from this was when comic book guy came in and it was just like he's not one of us he's got a girlfriend yeah i hated that line but then i liked her because yeah she, her name's strawberry and she has a lunchbox for a bag and i'm like yep that's it that's 100 <laughs> percent yeah. everyone i know i was comic very much the same way of like he's got a girlfriend like now uh, then it's like but she's one of those types of exact <laughs> yeah. comic book so friendly girlfriends. Fucking cliche. But she's the quirky girl from that community episode. Oh, of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And this is another shame that they didn't run with it because, like, comic book guy very much represents the nerds of old. Like, you know, the nerdy guy hanging out in his basement that, you know, resents women, whereas Jack Black's character represented the new wave and, yeah. like, girls yeah. are included in this now. Mm -hmm. And he also would have easily been a great like late act reveal to have been like corporate shill that's being mm -hmm. hey fellow kids in order to get the yeah. money and things there's plenty of sure. stuff there that Coolsville is actually part of like a national wide for chain for real it's owned by a Starbucks or something yeah. Coolsville it's such a fucking obvious name for yeah. that fellow kids plant you know yeah <laughs> absolutely alright obviously we'll get back to the wackiness but how about the heart of this episode did you guys feel bumps I should have, but around about the time I was supposed to my heart was crushed yeah by uh, sock stuffed Homer yeah. Yeah, they really botched this fucking end of the story, didn't they? I think I felt a few little, like... When he feels like he's losing Marge. That's it. I thought yeah. that was cute. Like, all of them going around going, they're going to pick up a new model. I think they're talking about cars. They are using car language. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, we're all second husbands. Yeah. And yeah. that yeah. little section there where he goes in to try to talk to her and he's got his like little list of like warning <laughs> yeah. signs, I thought that was very cute. Yeah, mm -hmm. but the fact that he gets distracted like undercuts his yes. own point and yeah. it's Thank like, you. Straight no, away. fuck you. Just leave him, Marge. He clearly doesn't deserve yeah, you. Even mm -hmm. when he's trying because he's afraid he'll lose you, he gives up. Yeah. yeah. That was a really annoying me too. It undercut the entire scene. And I think if they just not done that and she sort of maybe started telling about day then got a phone call and left him so yes. it was more like marge not realizing what he's yeah, trying yeah. to do here mm. it happened before but that's what this one needs yeah it's mm -hmm. what it was going for until yeah. it wasn't mm. yeah yeah and then it decided to fucking undercut the whole thing with a oh you had a dream but it's okay i i stuffed you with fat so um, now yeah. you're fine now yeah. i liked his play for romance and his like his shame of her seeing his loose skin and things that's like a human, that's something that everyone feels, you I know? I think yeah. they could have played shame. that for a lot more sympathy rather than laughs. Like him being embarrassed about his fat and loose skin mm -hmm. when his wife is a gym owner. That's relatable. Well, yeah, there could have been a moment where she finds out he's feeling body conscious. You're like, homie, the whole reason I started this is yes. I was feeling that way. Yeah. But hey, yeah. you've had three kids too. They didn't come out of you, but you've still been dealing with the stress on life of doing that. And it's going to take a toll on I you. I was going to say something like, she's talking to Homie about how she's like managing the gym, and she pulls out the drawing of the fat person saying, here, we're going to cut away, we're going to work on this and this and this by these uh, exercises. And, and he sees Homer face on the, you know? It's like unknowingly almost a silhouette of him. Bingo. Mm. Bing pop. I think, no, yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. They played the body stuff 
too much for cheap jokes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think they needed to just play it a little bit more seriously yeah. because it's actually quite There was so much to mind from yeah, that. Yeah, there's a lot to mind, but could still be funny but more emotional. And I think yeah. they needed that because that's why it dropped off at the yeah. end so badly. That's yeah. where I got my yeah. investment from, and that's why I'm angry that we turned so hard away from that. Mm. Also to throw back about forty seconds, I really like Bing Pot as a thing. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> nine nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, but ultimately did it feel like an episode of The Simpsons? The no. first half? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. The second half did. felt like a bad Halloween episode. That's Bits it. and pieces here and there. When she said before, it felt like she watched the first act of three episodes that mm. could have all resolved somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there was so much that I liked, and especially in character integrity-wise, I love Bart in this episode. I think Marge was pretty on point as mm. well. Even Homer, I think, like was generally on point. Like, yeah. yeah. It went ridiculous places. The plot but... was very unfinished, that's yeah. all. Mm. I want to draw attention to a very weird little joke when he first got the stomach staple and they're sitting around and he's going to like mm, blend up his yeah. tiny piece of pizza. Ugh. And he goes, now kids, you know, daddy got some surgery to make mommy find him more attractive. Mm-hmm. And Bart goes, you got your hot dog plumped? Yeah, that was... I was like, whoa! Wow. Jesus! <laughs> like, that's intense. Bart, calm down. <laughs> yeah, was, that it was, was It was funny, but it was fucked because yeah. it was coming from Bart. Like, that's the kind of thing you would expect to hear from, like, Lenny or Carl or something. Like, he's at the yeah. bar. But you have to appreciate it in context. This is a 10-year-old kid saying to his dad, oh, you get a penis enlargement to satisfy <laughs> mum mm-hmm. sexually? Did you, dad? <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. Wow. I liked Lisa's line in this scene. Oh, Dad, I can see your food. Normally, it's just like a blur of motion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Almost like a reference on the animation as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yes or no, guys, would you watch this episode again? No, 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 no. Nine. Probably not. But if it was on, I wouldn't like rush to turn it off. I feel like this is an episode that could fool me. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say the first half, Mm. sure. Yeah, you'd like be watching. Oh, yeah. What is this episode? And you know, at some point, you'd be like, Oh, Oh, that's right. This one. Yeah, so <laughs> we've gone around this a bit, but what would you change? We'll start with you, Danny. Oh, God, there's too many things. Mm. There's this interesting parallel with comic book guys, special guest cameos, learning to fly, like Lucy Lawless <laughs> and, and Alan Moore. I would definitely cut those guys out from being the thugs. Having them as side characters was great. I liked what we were talking about before, about somehow like going from the comic book store, focusing on the comic I would focus on the comic book store. Okay, ha, that's better. Yep. I, I think that had an interesting thing going on. It kind of means we don't cut out all these characters halfway through the second act. The Jack Black thing, maybe him being a shill or even we could do a double twist where like he is working for a corporation but he doesn't realize that he's a bad guy and suddenly he's like oh my god I'm just cool because my manager tells me I'm cool I thought I was really getting along with these people and then then he needs to go to comic book guy for help yes yes. to learn how to really appreciate the things that he thought he on and on and on or attacking that culture of unless you fulfill this criteria you're not allowed to like comic books so he's actually super stressed about like trying to keep up with all the latest trends and all this sort of stuff Whereas comic book guy just lives and breathes it and has yeah. it since he was little, you know? Absolutely. Definitely. I think the gatekeeping is a really good theme to kind of run through it. And even in the gym half of the things, it's all body conscious gatekeeping, you know, all this yeah. sort of fat shaming, body image problems and stuff. That's exactly the same thing, just on a different sort of cultural. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. think that there's an interesting connection there where you can't be part of this unless you're already good at it. Yeah. Yes. Which, yeah, I think is a good little line for Marge during when she's trying to find a gym. I would, would have enjoyed a bit more of a montage of her trying out different gyms and them all kind of failing. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I did like yeah. the quick OK Go reference. That was pretty I cool. I hated that. It was really? so on the nose. Yeah, but at least it was earned. 
Like it was a reference, but it was also one of everyone struggling with a treadmill. Maybe it's just me and Jim. Jim. Okay. <laughs> I really like. No, I, I liked it too, Beach. I liked it. I too. liked Marge on the treadmill because yeah. it was very like flat side roadrunnery sort of <laughs> shtick thing, and the, the treadmill goes woo, 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 and she's like ah, classic shtick. Yeah. But then when she's like, oh, I bet everyone else is bad at this too, and then cutting away to a, a trope, it just felt like if it had been a trope, it was just there. I would have disliked it, but seeing it was. You obviously then cut to people doing well, but yeah. to do it well yeah, and yeah, have a culture yeah. reference at the same time, I'm fine with. I think it went a little long, yeah. but I like okay. the joke still. I think just because of how Family Guy cutaway it was and because it's mm. just, oh, random reference if, to something that was popular instead 10 years of that, ago. It just panned back and showed them instead of hard cutting. So they were in scene all along, you know? Or they're all pointing and laughing on their treadmills. While also running. Yeah, while also running <laughs> and reading the thing. And da, 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 da. Actually, and yeah, skipping if, they were then, if they were pointing and they were laughing and uh, she's not as good as us playing into the gatekeeper thing again, mm-hmm. and then they bust into their OK-Go okay routine, maybe. But just, I think yeah, I yeah. agree more with Claire. Just keep it brief. Give it yeah. like a two-second bit, enough to have enough of the song you know yeah. what it was. How about you, Claire? What would you like to change? Like I'd basically split it into two separate episodes so go somewhere with a comic book thing that's Mm -hmm. one episode it's focused on the kids and then we've got the gym and homer's body image issues a completely separate episode with a different tone not about the laughs it's about the heart for that one because i think that would have been a really good homer and marge episode that wasn't based around homer's a jerk and marge forgives him you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's actually something based on a genuine problem he has and something that she needs to come to the table about, which they don't explore very often. Sure. I don't like, sorry, not you, ah. not you, but ah. you saying it out loud made me realize I don't like that uh, story arc that begins as Marge having body image issues suddenly becomes Homer's body image story. Well, this is actually coming into what I'd change about the episode. Thank Thank you you. for setting me up so seamlessly. Is that I'd fuck Homer right off from this story. Or I wouldn't have him become the fucking Homer show in the third act because Mm. that's what it does. It's like, oh, this is a Bart story. Oh, no, it's a Marge story. Oh, wait, no, it's the Homer show again. Homer wackiness. No, I'd find a way to fuck him off from the story, make it all about Marge and... But, and, you know, somehow bring the worlds together at the end. It can be done. Comic book guy would want his shot back. Mm, So he needs Marge to fail. So this is something that you can have Bart tie into that as well. Maybe Bart convinces Marge to start letting men come and Homer comes and fucking ruins it. I don't know. Maybe. See, Um, all right, the reason I didn't want Marge to be the body image issue is because it's just so fucking cliche. You know, she is a thin white woman. Don't give her unnecessary fucking body image issues when nobody is telling her anything different. It's normal for Homer to have those, and I think having him explore that Mm. is more interesting. As far as the storyline. I mean, this episode is fortunate in the way that we're spoiled for choice of things Mm. we can Mm. change. Like there's so much to change. You could yeah, literally pick this up in and put it into three different episodes. So guest stars of the episode, the comic book artist Alan Moore, Art Spiegelman, Dan Klaus. Are you guys fans of any of these people? Alan Moore, Ghost World. I've only ever seen the movie and I hated it. Oh really? I quite enjoyed that. Why? It was boring about nothing about a piece of shit who doesn't do anything to help anyone. (laughs) <laughs> you just you just didn't get it, okay? I think you just did, didn't get it, okay? Did Klaus write Mouse? I think I was Spiegelman. But yeah, I did like how Spiegelman <laughs> Mouse is in the house. Oh, yeah. I know, it was like even on the nose, and it was in the scene where they turned into superheroes. Yeah. But, yeah. but you guys are Alan Moore fans as well, right? Sure, man. He's done some really dark, powerful things that mm-hmm. are complex political statements and philosophical worldviews, blah, 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 blah. I only read manga. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Watchmen. He did Watchmen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Oh, oh, Killing V for Vendetta. He did Killing Joke. I like how Klaus was like, I want to draw Batman. Here's my utility belt. <laughs> this is oh, where he keeps his money in case he needs to get the bus. That's I why I wrote really down like Bat jokes. Bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bat yeah. Bus. There's also a sneaky reference to Alan Moore's more blue work in the background as opposed to for Lost Girls, which is mm-hmm. about... Wendy, Sleeping Beauty, and another character and exploring their sex lives. Oh, really? Yeah. And I saw they had From Hell in the back as well. Yeah, there's a good quote from him saying, uh, a lot of people don't know the difference between uh, pornography and erotica, but to me it was always erotica was the porn my dad couldn't afford. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, can't say enough good things about Watchmen babies. That is just... (laughs) A great example of the corporatization of uh, creative work. V for vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Little Rorschach. I would, I would watch it. Little Rorschach. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we're getting into the final parts of this segment. Yep. So I must ask you people, do you have any other notes? Danny, any other notes? What would have been interesting is if like he'd had all these work done and suddenly he thought he had super strength or something because he would look like he met like Iron Man or whatever. Buff his helmet. Oh. Yeah. So he goes to lift something up or he goes to do the thing, stop a train or whatever, but he's just yeah. a guy with plastic surgery. Mm. And that's when yeah, and everything pops. Yeah, thank you. And <laughs> he tries to stop the train and then the socks just pop out of him. The socks. The fucking socks. <laughs> Always with the socks. BT, any other note? Plenty. During a montage of Marge's success, she's on the cover of a magazine, and then the cover of the next magazine has her reading the first magazine. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Hey, it's I quick, but that. it's really funny. I do like Homer crying while also stealing things from the uh, hotel. Really? Yeah. Where, man, the discourse between me and you today, man. I know. It's Some... high. I fucking hated this. I hated the TV remote stealing thing. I know that I didn't like, but like the end where he's like, well, she's moved on. He just starts packing his own stuff, puts a lamp in. Maybe I just like it when people cry. I can't explain <laughs> these things, man. I'm on your side, Beach. I thought it was all right. Yeah. See, me and Claire are like, yeah. Vampires of human emotion. Mm. Don't worry, Elliot. I still got your back, man. Feed me with your misery. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Marge goes to the successful ladies' room. I did yep. like that. Yep. <laughs> a little dice sign in there. Oh, you're supposed to hit it so I can feed. <laughs> I like when uh, they're about to gas him and they're like, okay, Homer, count backwards from 10. All right, fine. You got me. I'm drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, in the similar scene, where, do you want me to unstaple your stomach? And he's got the giant office yeah. unstapler. Yeah. As far as a prop guy goes, yeah. All right, guys, it is time for my final notes. Final, final, final. It's the final notes. Well, someone's heading for Venus. <laughs> Sci-fi! <laughs> I didn't mind the Wolverine pop-out comic gag. A little too heavily telegraphed. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good reference. It was set up. But then it was like, oh, this is the one where the thing pops out. Oh, hey, Bart, what's that you've got? Why what? is it so controversial that pops out? Oh, my God, it popped out. That it led to him damaging the comic, I thought it yeah. paid off. Even though I agree, it just it lived a little too long. Telegraphed too hard, yeah. but at least it was a yeah. payoff and a point yeah, to it. I did like reason. the... The basically slow-mo melodrama of yeah. the single tear falling. and mm-hmm. That was and nice. Comic book guy as well calls him Dr. Boohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't mind it. And at one point, uh, Milhouse mentions he's got a Greek yaya. So he's actually got a confusing heritage he going on. He does. is Italian, Greek, Danish, and Dutch. Yep. And he has like three or four grandmas. Of <laughs> and apparently his parents are cousins. Let's not get into that. <laughs> they get into that. I know. 
But let's oh. not. Let's take the high road. Yeah. So, Claire, you're a Tintin fan. What did you think of this oh. Tintin reference? I kind of liked it. Yeah. It did was you? very did Tintin. I th- yeah, did- I thought I was going to hate it. Like, yeah. I thought I was going to hate it. I thought it was going to go to our uh, Tintin used to be racist. And yes. I'm really yeah. glad it didn't. Yeah. They- so, like, as a Tintin, uh, like, I don't really know it. it, it is- That's every Tintin book yeah. ever. No, 100%. <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, Snowy. Yeah, perfect. I loved it. <laughs> and then the castle turns into a rocket. Yeah, that's yeah, very that, typical. That would work. There'd be some secret thing and yeah they had a few good visual references so the rocket was from yeah. um objective lune oh okay i don't know why i remember that in french in the lune means moon some of the covers in the background were actual tintin covers yeah and, and i like that it didn't go on too long they had yeah. that one page and then when she went to turn it she ripped the book and then yeah. that was perfect that it finished there i like how we got into it kind of zooms into the one panel and then it starts playing about yeah it, it looked good it was a good little bit yeah it wasn't quite a family guy cutaway even though it was very much uh oh here's this pop culture thing we're making comment on now mm. but it also tied into the story yeah i liked that yeah lisa rips it and then uh, milo yeah i I think a lot like the wolverine comic it it's a bit that then goes somewhere yeah yeah I like that the comic book artists called themselves the League of Extraordinarily Freelance Comic Book Artists. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't one of them do Extraordinary Gentlemen? No. Um, shit, was that more? It might have been more, I actually. I think it was, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I talk about properties that got turned into botched Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. Homer uh, going, oh, I can see why pimps are so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so on the nose. Yeah. Right? That was funny. Yeah. See, I thought they were going to go in that scene more in like real housewives kind of thing because yes. it's suddenly all the men that are being like, yeah. you know, looked after. The pampered all, all the, precious. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think there's actually something to mind there from the trophy husbands being yeah. mean to Homer. Mm. Yeah. Like, your wife's earning that and she's got you? Oh, it's not going to be... T- like, they should all be preying on Marge next mm, as the fresh meat, you know? Yeah. Oh, and, like, and like, she's earning more than their yeah. wives. So I could have it so much better. Mm. And she puts up with this fat tail. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Damn. So when Marge is talking to the other successful women, they're telling that she needs to get a big black one. Yeah, that, that felt uncomfortable. Low-hanging fruit, gentlemen. No, see, I don't mind like a few gross sexual jokes in The Simpsons, as long as they're not coming out of the mouth of one of the children. <laughs> I look, I actually like that joke. You need to get a new purse. It's like you should get a big black one. Like, no, perfect, oh, terrible, really? like so stupid. But it's also the perfect thing for Homer to overhear as well. Like yeah. I know it was cheesy. I know yeah. it was like a really cheap joke. But, but I still thought it was the funny. The most terrible lines are the most endearing. Yeah, like, I, I pick I, up a new one every two years from Italy. Like great. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll pay that. It's more complex than my thought, which was it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because it's all Homer's expectation of yeah. Marge leaving him mm. and of what these women are like. Okay, I'd pay even more now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And my final note is. That nurse gave you a sponge bath and then uh, she's kissing the cross and it's like yeah. Again, fucked up yeah. the body like yeah. the, all the body shaming that comes into this when they're trying to tell people like it's okay, you know? I don't think they were trying to tell people well, it's they okay. Should've been. <laughs> they really should have. One last joke that yeah? was terrible but good was like, you know, what's the lesson you've learned here? That I shouldn't get plastic surgery until they've perfected it, then everyone should get it. Mm. And I was oh. like, that is the moral that you're trying to tell people, really. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked you, it out of the park again. Everyone is ugly, but science is shit. <laughs> All right, guys. It is time to rank this thing. Oof. Claire, kick it off. Bronze. Oh, really? Wow, really? Wow, Ooh. really? Because Ooh. I think I still enjoyed it while I was watching it, despite having a lot of issues with it. And that's more than I can say with the last one. Fair enough. Danny? 
participant. Fail. Pick one. I think I'm going to fail this one. Really? Yes. The last one, I don't think it was a good episode, but it had so I gave, gave it, it silver. A silver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was a good episode, but it had so Silver's many things great. in it that no, it's not. You Silver's for the scum. <laughs> for the plebeians. So so silver. Silver's for the gutters. <laughs> you have, your gutters. You have glistening gutters. <laughs> <laughs> like the last one, it had lots of things that I thought could have worked into a great episode, into mm. a gold, into a cubic with a bit of nudge. This one I was still looking at changes, but I was struggling to save the dying, you know? Sure. Yeah, there's not a lot of respect in the, in this one. BT? Again, I came in on a hard fail, and after discussing it, I'm on a soft fail. Woo! Okay, much like the last one, I think I, the three ad breaks, I would break into a participant bronze and fail. Yeah. Which technically should average out into a participant, much like the last one. However, in this one, the fail is so much harder because it's just so bad to begin with, and then to pay it off with, but it was all a dream, and everything's oh, fine now. Yeah, I'm glad I and failed this. the fact that there were so <laughs> many oh, other places that. to take this. Yeah, when I think back on the previous episode, I keep struggling to remember it exactly, and so I think, okay, <laughs> that's a participant. Whereas this one, when I think about Homer's lumpy, ugly body and the yeah. whole <laughs> stupid, bloody, yeah. it's all a dream, and we didn't actually yeah. resolve anything that we set up and had such promise and such potential, that gets me genuinely angry. So that is why it gets kicked into the pit of failure where it belongs. Yeah, look, I'm giving it a participant. I actually probably came in on this conversation of failure as well, but there were a lot of bits that I liked. and there talked him up. It happens. Honestly, I did like the first act, and there were parts of the next two that I liked. I guess it's one of these participants that I'm giving for potential. That's why I'm failing it, for its potential yeah. that it's squandered. I mean, this is just me why saying why it wasn't a failure, but mm -hmm. why it wasn't a bronze for me was because it fucking just lost it on so many of these things. Had ADD, mm -hmm. didn't stick with any of its stuff, but it didn't do the worst possible job on all three of these acts. So yeah, just a participant for me. Everyone good with their rankings? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not good with your rank. Nah. I don't make mistakes. I don't really disagree with anything anyone else is saying. <laughs> I just have to go with the gut feeling of the fact that yeah. I did enjoy while watching it. With a critical eye, it's shit. I can't believe shit. you'd give it a silver. I didn't give it a silver, you idiot. You gave it's it a funny. gold. I wrote down cubic. <laughs> <laughs> what? All Stop right. slandering my good name. <laughs> all right, so all around, this will be a dull participant. This will be the first dull participant where it's had any uh, bronze in it at all. Oh, wow. <laughs> this will be joining other dull participants, like 22 for 30, the basketball episode oh, that yeah. we mm. didn't really enjoy. The Great Fatsby Part 1. <laughs> uh, we failed uh, Part 2. Oh. We should have failed Can we go back and fail Part 1? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dangerous Curves, where they told Homer and Marge going to this holiday spot yeah, over three the, different three, spots yeah. in time. Oh, that was terrible. Another unfocused episode yeah. that had three things that didn't Seriously. run with it. And Don't Fear the Roof. Uh, um, <laughs> the ah! oh, that's Ray what Ray Romano says in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> God, I've listened back to that podcast like ten times now. I just can't get enough of how much we hate it. <laughs> that was a great one. That was uh, Lisa's Pony as well, wasn't that? Yeah, yeah. yeah that is a solid review. Mm. Now, before we move on, is that reputation justified? Is that reputation justified? Robert Canning of IGN. Uh, oh, wait, no, no, we're doing the intro Feather now. Touch Canning. <laughs> the, Robert the Feather Touch Canning. He gave this episode a 7 out of 10. Ooh. Oh, that's, that's calling it. Mm. An episode that can keep viewers entertained and laughing. Wrong. <laughs> he did note that the Homer Marge plot was not nearly as enjoyable as the comic related bits and still gave this episode a great ranking. 
Yeah, but to be fair, for his scale, a 7 out of 10 is like the what he would also rank the day he lost an eye. <laughs> oh. It wasn't a great day, but it wasn't the worst. You, you know, still have a few I still laughs. have one. <laughs> Did have waffles for breakfast that day. Yeah, then I lost good. an eye. But those waffles. Oh, and that's the day waffles. that it became IGN and not IIGN. Oh. Okay, leave. Oh. <laughs> I know we're mid-segment, but you need to get out of here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We better move on. So... I am so excited right now, but I need to ask you something. And what would that be? Y'all ready for this? But no, I need to ask you. Ook, ook, are you ready to go <laughs> ape? Yes! Oh, a professional gorilla mask is still a professional. <laughs> I was born ready. <laughs> so that was the 407th. We are going all the way back to the 143rd episode of The Simpsons, but the Fink, we will be back. <laughs> yes! Yeah, boy! So excited! I'm down. I'm down to clown. Clown around in a gorilla suit. And we are back, and we just watched our classic and our final episode for the evening. This was Season 7, Episode 15, Bart the Fink. First released in February of 96, directed by Jim Reardon, and it was the idea was pitched by Bob Cushel, but John Swartzwelder was the actual writer of the episode. Yeah. In this episode, Bart accidentally outs Krusty the Clown as a tax cheat, and Krusty deals with his tax problems and fakes his own death and uh, tries to reinvent himself as a guy harvesting sunken barges for scrap iron. Guys, what did you think? Oh, man. Wasn't this nice? <laughs> We're so cleansing after the previous yeah, episode. It's like a nice hot bath. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's exactly what it was like. I feel better now. So <laughs> many bits. I stopped taking notes because I couldn't fit them all. It was just too rapid and too much. I'm like, that's crazy. I'd forgotten how many bits that I love are from this episode. Yeah. The pacing was so tight. The writing was like, everything that didn't fit still fits so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that was the whole thing. It didn't feel rushed at all, but it's actually quite a massive storyline that yeah. they fed in yeah, there. It just doesn't feel on. crowded. It doesn't feel like wasted in That's any so way. It starts with Aunt Hortense's death. <laughs> Dude, how good was that? Oh, uh, so good. And I was actually going to say, this is a moment from the episode that stood out to me because recently we, we reviewed Homer Loves Flanders, which as a goof, the episode ends and they're like, oh, let's go stay at a haunted house. Yeah. And this one sort of does a similar thing where it plays with the haunted house trope. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. starts out the episode and then they're cool with it. Yeah. It's Their such... tap water tasted better than our tap water. <laughs> such a sitcom-y trope, you know? Yeah. yeah. In order to get blank, you have to go through blank. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> Just out of that one bit, so many quotable moments. Oh, poor head, poor Ted's. <laughs> I'm sorry, I must have continued talking after you left. I do that sometimes. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yeah, he decays all over it. <laughs> That's where he got it from. But yeah, just what a way to open the episode and just get us uh, into it and ready for adventure. Fucking loved it. It just felt like really tight as well because even though it's so different from the rest of the episode, it mm. was just neatly wrapped up. Yeah. yeah. And then they got their hundred bucks and there's a reason why the kids have money in it just makes sense but it doesn't feel disjointed which is really really nice yeah it is technically one of those left turn after the first 30 seconds sort sure. of episodes the means to an end and it goes quickly mm, mm. yeah how about you danny what is a moment from this episode that stood out to you for better or worse oh fuck you're asking me for one bit you can only pick one we want the rest 
<laughs> Damn. Damn. I've, got, I've got my bit loaded, and if you take it, I really like Krusty and the Mansion. I think yeah. um, <laughs> the part with the Krusty show becoming the IRS show <laughs> oh, that was pretty great. You mean Herschel Krusty's clown-related uh, <laughs> show? Main show, yep. I mean, that's one of the most quotable moments. Like, well, throw something out oh, the corner in my eye. I can really use on stage. right about now. I really love uh, the, the uh, visual joke of the guy sneaking yeah. on stage to take his... Take like, his I, yeah. I need that back. <laughs> but throughout your life, you are going to get hit on the corner of so many things. <laughs> and for me, it's benches. I always find myself hitting the corner of benches, mm. and I always think of this line, ah, oh, the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so shit. the moments that stood out to you were sort of watching the down downfall of Krusty. I guess it's part of like even his voice and his character. When you think of the Krusty voice, you really think of him going, oh, oh, my, oh God, oh God. Because yeah. that's sort of his character in a... Well, the perfect moment of that is the... Don't worry, Krusty, we don't send our celebrities to jail. Yeah. We're just going to garnish your salary a little bit. Garnish, garnish my, my salary? Oh, it's all so crazy to uh, me. What are you but, talking about? But I love that he outs himself. All right, it's just going to be 75% over 40 years. I don't plan to live that long. Oh, better make it 95%. <laughs> oh, it's so pure, Krusty. That yeah. wail of anguish. And he's walking home and he's like, oh, they've taken my show. They've taken my money. They've taken my life. Livelihood, and all I've got left is my memories. And they're all sitting here in my giant mansion. <laughs> Auction. Oh, yeah. great. His mansion, of course, being called Stickfair instead of Mayfair. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, I that missed that. And there are all these big, like, hedge bush heads of Krusty on the way yeah, in. Yeah, there's a the... statue of him squirting seltzer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love it. I really like the line in there where it's just like, my grandfather would be rolling in his grave if there wasn't some veteran in it. <laughs> yeah. This is actually a moment that flew over my head where he goes they took my money took my show and filled up my family plot with some veterans <laughs> like and then yeah they brought it back in yeah. the auction ah oh, it's great how about you, Claire? What is a moment from this episode that stood out to you for better or worse? I really, really liked Bart dealing with depressed Krusty. Mm. That was such a heartfelt scene mm. there. You know, Bart giving, well, my mom always says, like such a childlike yeah, yeah. piece of advice. You know, God closes the door, they'll open a window. <laughs> no offense, kid, your mom's a dingbat. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Bart having to watch Krusty break down like mm. that would have been so hard. And the, his childlikeness in that scene yeah. really works out. Yeah, because this was never Bart's intention. No, he never wanted anything but an autograph on the back of a check. Mm. He doesn't really understand what happened. Yeah. I think it's just, you know, his very child. It will make you feel any better. You, know, yeah. you can punch me in the face. Like, it's <laughs> such a kids trying to make up with other kids sort of mm. thing. You can punch me and then we're going to be friends again, right? Yeah. yeah. And the fact that yeah. he doesn't, like, he wants to fucking punch this kid, but he doesn't. And and it leaves Bart feeling yeah. worse, I think, because there's nothing he can do to fix this at all. Yep. Yeah. By the way, accidental thematic thing, yep. Bart tries to bargain a punch in the face with Homer in the first episode yeah. we watched tonight. Oh, we did too. I was going to say that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, watching Bart's depression in this episode because, yeah, it would just be compounding guilt, wouldn't it? First mm. he watches the demise of the, his hero's career and his demise. Yeah, yeah, and the show just go as well. Yeah. So the show's gone, the career's gone, and then Hakrosi himself. And that lovely scene between Lisa and Bart on that <laughs> yeah. theme where it's just like, would it help if I told you it wasn't your fault? Yes, 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 yes it, would. it would. Please tell me it's not my fault. Well, well I, can. I can't. <laughs> I'm just going to have to live with your mental problems. <laughs> oh, and That's I must say I've had a lovely evening, Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't suppose I could come in for a cup of Seymour. <laughs> Superintendent Chalmers. Mother. That scene actually always weirded me out. Why are they angry at Seymour? They clearly got caught out. I 
thought they were just surprised. <gasps> Seymour! Uh, you know? yeah. And then Chalmers was angry because he's not going to get any. <laughs> and yeah, Agnes is angry because she's not going to get any. Something to interrupt yeah. this awkward <laughs> moment. Oh, great. Now you woke the kid. No, now we're never going to ask. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How about you, VT? What's a moment from this episode? How did you better, better, better? Better, better, better. Swing, better, better. Um, my, my moment is... And i got 40 cents over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sold uh, for a buck. My whole thing is, first of all, the auction is just so laden with jokes. I had to stop taking notes because like, I can't keep up with all this. Yeah. But I think the bit that really sells it for me is when they're talking about Krusty's plane. So first of all, it's showing his uh, you know level of wealth and power that he has his own private airplane. Sure. But it's setting it up for the plane crash later. Yeah. But you're getting that set up through jokes. You're not being told... Oh, I still have this plane, which has meant a lot yes. to me over wink, the years. Wink. They'll never take this away. Yeah. It was more like you get a bunch of jokes about him flying to Vegas with Dean Martin and the moon hit his eye like a big pizza pie. We wrote a song about it. And unfortunately, it ended up infringing on a song he'd written years before. <laughs> years before. <laughs> that was a new bit for me. I always been like, we wrote a song about it. I uh, never never heard the next bit. little. Yeah. But then you get distracted Perfect. from that with Patty and Summer going, ah, you should buy that plane to go with your new luggage you just bought for 40 cents. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, ah, I just bought it to soak my feet. But it, let you know how desperate and how cheap everything is going. Yes. Not only the fact that we yeah. just watched an al- family alone go for 40 cents and 36 boxes of pornography go for 12 cents. <laughs> the fact that we just saw someone consider buying a plane to match their luggage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a joke, but you don't realize, yeah, this is setting up that plane that's going to be crucial to the plot in about two minutes. Oh my god! Flaming wreckage! Crowd around, <laughs> everybody! Crowd around! Oh, so cool. You're gonna start with that. All right, nothing to see here. And oh my god! So yeah, how about the wackiness of this episode? Dancing Pete. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> that's like that's the most wacky. Yeah, yeah I got pa- some customers. Partially blowing up the balloon so his head's all distorted. <laughs> such a good joke. Yeah. Like such a good visual well, gag. And it's also great to use the balloon as the uh, "Have you seen this man?" picture. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yar, that be Dancing Pete. Which again is something kids would do. It's like we need a photo of Krusty. Oh, I've got this balloon close enough. Yeah. 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 You don't expect it either. And it's so silly, but the whole, yeah, oh, a quarter. He'll be dancing He'll be dancing for, for hours. hours. I've said that so many fucking times now. <laughs> <laughs> also, they do the hot fuzz bit where they're like, how would the captain say no? Nar. Nar. <laughs> Nar. Uh, and I liked his sign, come in, in where we're open, and there's just everything's got apostrophes on it. Ah, and let's not forget his, uh, oh, I got some customers. Call me back, Ishmael. Oh. So good. Yeah. <laughs> A reference to Treasure Island. Moby Dick. Close. Swing and a miss. <laughs> what other wacky moments? So, yeah, the actual plane crashing as well and the... Oh, he misses the net? Oh, <laughs> yes. It's such a clown bit. The shadow was casting perfectly and then all of a sudden... <laughs> but, yeah, he landed sideways against the Beautiful. rock. Beautiful. He must have had a real angle coming in. Yeah, Physics yeah. will always fuck you, man. High wind, headwind. Wind resistance, yeah. Yeah. It was like three clowns with a fire engine trampoline. Fire trampoline. Ah, yeah. Or <laughs> Flanders jumping down onto the trampoline going straight... Uh, sleeping Homer going straight back in. Yep. With a mattress, yeah. There's a playlist. Not... not Impossible wacky, but just kind of wacky. Was next on our list of celebrity mourners, Bob Newhart. <laughs> I was actually just killing. I was killing time here. Uh, I'm waiting for another podcast to I'll, start. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll handle it. Bob Newhart, <laughs> Phil Hartman again. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was great. Yeah. So he was good. great. And uh, cross his head zone. See you real soon, kids. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, just on the funeral scene while we're here as well. Uh, so recently was the 20th anniversary of Phil Hartman's death. Mm. So just yeah, shout out to Phil. Oh my God, we still are loving your work so yeah. much. That's great. Mm-hmm. You might remember me from Andre the Giant. We, we hardly, hardly knew ye. Shep Howard. Today we mourn a stew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Bob Newhart as well. So this is actually something funny about the episode that the first uh, recorded draft that they sent into the animators was 26 minutes long, <laughs> and it's because. 
not only does Bob Newhart speak really slow, but mm. also it's something I've never noticed really before, but crusty as well. I am taking so much time with the wailing and the... Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in an episode, I think that's why it feels jam-packed is, like, they're just moving through things a bit quicker. Mm. So, yeah, when we get to this moment of new heart that it just really slows the pacing down and does this great bit of awkward yeah. comedy. And he was making, like, a semi-decent attempt, right? Yeah. Until yeah. he said, you know, even though even though not very many of us w- watched his show. Like, why? <laughs> was, why would you put that in there? <laughs> you tried doing a eulogy out of nowhere. Oh, you know what part we haven't mentioned yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't divulge information about that customer's <laughs> secret <laughs> illegal account. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> that one we've quoted more than more anything than else. It's anything. a line that you need in Australia. Yeah, oh, when it's, it's too, too hot yeah. today. <laughs> oh, it is too hot today. Mm. Also, these days everyone seems to have secret illegal customer account client <laughs> accounts. <laughs> it's just the way the world's burning and turning. Oh yeah. But yep. yeah, in the one sentence, he says the three incriminating things. <laughs> shouldn't yep. have told him it was a secret. Shouldn't have told him it was a customer. Definitely shouldn't have said it was legal. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. It's an illegal account I can't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way he just settles back in like, oh, well, fucking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's done now. <laughs> was he doing a fat Brando? A little bit Brando. It was apparently modeled after Sydney Green Street from Casablanca. I don't know who that is, what's Brando. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie before either. Apparently, there's something about a sled that's a rosebud. I don't know. Oh, um, wrong movie. That is not. <laughs> he knows that it. Is, that is not the Look right movie. Face. Look at that face. He knows. It's he's the one with shit. the multi no, no, falcon. No, it's a guy that he goes on the bridge and. But it's he the has one the... about a hundred tacos for a hundred dollars. Oh, there's some wackiness. <laughs> this should be adequate sustenance for the Doctor Who marathon. <laughs> Again, another Doctor Who theme going yeah, on. Yeah, that was here. the other connection. That's right. Yeah, lots of wacky moments in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, the Hinder book flip. Oh, that was pretty sweet. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Millhouse's autograph on his stomach. Yeah. I thought that was such a sweet moment yeah. as well. It's okay, Bart. You can share mine. He pulls yeah. up his shirt. Yeah. Press against it while the ink's still wet. That's great. And okay. the follow-up. But yours won't make girls do this. <laughs> won't impress girls. Yeah. Ah. But they, all, but they all rhyme, but I love he's not sad about it. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I think he thinks he's winning there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I love, and it's a very kid reaction. Like, it feels like he's not necessarily trying to win them over. He's just yeah. trying to, I don't know, gross them out, get attention. He doesn't even Get care. attention. That's yeah. it, yeah. Definitely. So how about the heart of this episode? Did you guys feel the bumps? Yes. Definitely. Another little moment that I thought was really sweet was where he first saw Krusty yeah. and then he comes riding home. I was like, yeah. Mom, I just saw Krusty. Yes, yeah. in your in mind. mind. No, on the street. Yes, on the street, in, in your mind. mind. <laughs> and like the part that really gets me in that is the why don't you believe me? Mm. And it's so like sad. Yeah. She turns off the stove. She kneels down to talk yeah. at his level. And it's just really lovely. This was beautiful. This is a thing that I keep saying that I like about the old season compared to the new is that the kids are still kids. Yeah. Everything they do is still childish. Like Lisa gives advice to Bart because she's mature, but she's still a kid that selfishly <laughs> kind of goes, well, I can't tell you any further. Like, you yeah. know, I just have to learn to deal with this. <laughs> Even the way that they get Krusty to come back, like walking along beside the boat and be like, oh, I guess he doesn't want to oh, be a famous celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> They've heard of reverse psychology, so now yeah. they're going to just go for it, you know? Yeah, and Marge tries to help Bart out. And she's like, I know how you feel, honey. I felt the same way with Lyndon Johnson died. <laughs> Definitely another thing that flew over my head back yeah. in the day. So that was old grabby dog ear guy, wasn't it? Fucking LBJ. Fucking LBJ. Hey, hey, LBJ. I really liked... Oh, we're talking heart. Fuck it. Whatever. Herschel Krostovsky, one of the world's biggest tax avoision criminals. <laughs> 
No, I don't say evasion. I, I say avoision. It's a word. word. <laughs> <laughs> this must be like one of those uh, cromulent and big and things where it's now part of the lexicon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> avoision was already a word. Oh, was it? it? No, yeah. it's avoidance or evasion. I'm sorry, but dictionary.com defines avoision as the arrangement of one's financial affairs so as to avoid or minimize tax liability. Uh, etymology, <laughs> etymology. Yeah, does it originate in The Simpsons? <laughs> yeah, has it been dated back to like 98? Origins, 1970s. Mmm. Well, later than I thought, though. Yeah, that's yeah pretty, totally. Yeah. Pretty late for a word. And it's also, a... they were all on drugs back then. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Any words made in the 70s are probably it's not legitimate. Blend of avoidance and evasion. So. Oh! <laughs> it's a twerge! From the Aye. 70s. Oh, I feel so much better now. <laughs> but to bring it back to the heart, Bart's thing and his compounding guilt throughout the episode, you really do feel for the poor kid, hey? Yeah, definitely. Yep. At no point was it his fault. He went up no. to get a signature, and they go off without telling him and arrest Krusty, who is like, I bought this popcorn fair and square. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that starts off with, hey, 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 hey. Like, yeah. uh, play on his catchphrase. <laughs> but I also love that the bank guy is like, oh, kid, I forgot to tell you, you know, he's the most massive tax fraud guy, and they got him all thanks to you. Some, Some people would say you're a hero. hero. Not me, though. I love Krusty. I just, I just but love... it's his fault. He's yeah. the one that reported him. <laughs> But exactly. I also like how he forgets about Bart for like yeah. five hours. Yeah. And Bart just stands there, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Naturally. absolving oh. himself of all guilt while blaming this 10-year-old. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. before we move on, we got to mention the bank tellers as well. Are you ready to go ape? And I love how it continues on. They come back later, they're all wearing deer antlers. Yeah. What was that for? I missed that. I don't know, but it was funny. Christmas and then, something. And then like call other banks and they've got the guy wearing like the house. <laughs> the homeloans are through the roof, yeah. <laughs> I really like when he met with the teller and he was like, I'm sure you'll find Philip in these forums more exciting than a weekend with Batman (laughs) (laughs) but did it feel like an episode yeah Uh, everyone's on top form I don't know what there is to say these are the formative seasons here this is what the Simpsons is prime time yeah. There's sort of this question they don't really explore about are you the good guy or the bad guy for outing your hero as the criminal that he is he is the criminal it's not like Bart did a wrong thing. Mm, yeah. If it turned out Krusty had been a murderer that he revealed as a murderer, mm. no one would be like, oh, Bart, how dare you reveal this murderer as a murderer? Well, see, I think I like the way they played it because you see Bart's guilt and you get references to, yeah, I'm going to get beaten up at school tomorrow. But none of the family is mad at him. You never see anyone being yeah. like, how yeah. could you? Except for that one bank teller that's like, yeah. <laughs> he's not actually rude to him. He's just like, yeah, you're not a hero. Like, yeah. <laughs> But Lisa, considering she loves Krusty as well, yeah. is not mad at him. She doesn't blame him. She sees his mm. pain as it's like, well, this sucks. Yeah. Nobody blames him. And they actually try to make him feel better. Like when they first see the plane fly over, it's like, oh, see, look at him. Still yeah. making yeah. us laugh. Yeah. You know, don't worry about it. And Bart Looks starts like to Krusty's smile again. Be okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> In that sense, even though there is a lot of guilt that Bart's experiencing, I like that they didn't make everyone else blame him because mm, I think that would yeah, just be like definitely. everyone else is being a jerk, you know? Yeah. Like you're already seeing Bart's pain. You're already seeing mm. his piling on himself. Like. And I think that sort of element that you were saying that they don't really explore is there, but it only exists in the subtext. Yeah, yeah. And the only retribution he mentions is from other kids at his school who would not know that it was accidental. Yeah. You know, they might have mm. thought it was malicious or deliberate. Or it doesn't matter if it was accidental, he did it anyway. He did it anyway, and they're just jerk kids. That's but what kids are. As an adult watching it, 
one point we haven't touched on is Krusty complaining is just complaining about real life. Yeah. Like he's done this to himself for starters. Yeah. He's deliberately he chosen to avoid taxes. And all he's complaining about is like teachers and Ferraris first thing <laughs> that happens. Research scientists drinking champagne. Yeah. So all the people who actually do jobs that are worthwhile and should be rewarded for, he's really bitter about. Yeah. And he's like, I've got to take the bus like a schmuck. And yeah. you know, as an so adult, what's wrong like, with being a schmuck? But then that's how they win him back God at the it. end. It's like, yeah, what's that's it like right. being an illiterate TV clown that's more respected than all the yeah, doctors, doctors, teachers, and, and research scientists, scientists and and put together? Yeah. I love that The Simpsons doesn't shy away from that. The Simpsons is like, yeah, he doesn't deserve any of this money. He is a criminal. He's getting out of this by yeah. his faking another death. Like, mm-hmm. he's just faking a jerk. another death. But they're also shining a mirror on society and going, hey, isn't it actually kind of fucked yes. up? Yes. And yeah. that's what they used to do. You know, they it was humorous. It was still entertaining. You were still rooting for these terrible characters to, like, yeah. succeed. But they weren't pretending that they weren't terrible. No, that's mm. it. But yes or no, would you watch this yes. one again? Yes. What are we talking about? We're going to watch this again. What playlist does this go in? Tax evasion. 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 Crusty and Bart episodes. Crusty gets yeah, cancelled. Yeah, um, yeah. Crusty yeah. gets busted. Oh, oh I, yeah. I like the throwback to the other side shows in the funeral. And corporal punishment. Corporal yeah. punishment. Yeah, the script says I should hit you with this mallet. I wouldn't. <laughs> right on. Right on. Angry. Angry young man. <laughs> but yeah, Mel and the ballerina and corporal punishment. Sideshow yeah. Luke Perry was there as well. Oh, was he? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he is his half-brother. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, what other playlists? Funerals? Yeah, there are a few good funerals or like detective, Bart detective episodes. Yeah, yeah Bart sure. and Lisa team up to solve something. Yeah, yeah, it's only a little one at the end, but it's still, yeah, definitely a Bart and Lisa detective mode. Yeah, that's pretty good for playlists. But BT, I've got to ask you, what would you change about this episode? I would change... None of the things. Interesting take. How about you, Danny? I actually would really like... can't do that. I can't do that. You I'm can't sorry. do it? How about you, Claire? What, what do we want to change? Firstly, it's a very good episode, so there's probably nothing to change. Mm. However, I think that's a really hard question to ask for things that we've grown up watching. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's easier to rewrite plots when you haven't seen the plot so many times that's second nature to you. I think it's pretty tight the way it is, though. I actually don't think there are any rewrites that you could fit in to, I I to make it flow Bob better. Newhart. Like, I really liked his joke about being there for a different wedding, uh, and then yeah. he's like, "Wedding," and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, "I'll handle this." Bob Newhart, everybody, that's yeah. that's great. McClure is amazing there, mm-hmm. roping him in. But I, I don't know. It was funny. It was just a but joke. It was if a you got to cut something, maybe I'd lean there. Yeah, that was one where Bob Newhart's first take was like two minutes long because they just sort of gave him a couple of beats to hit Mm. and in his Bob Newhart way, just did that perfect stumbling and dancing around it. Yeah, And they actually shut down production for when Bob Newhart was in the studio because everyone was a massive fan of him. So yeah, they got to watch him on the proviso that no one said or talked or laughed or anything during his performance. Oh my God. Perfectly still. They put a little too much emphasis on Newhart there. I think that's them being big fans. Hey, that might be a, you might be right. That might be a downfall of this episode that they prioritize getting him in so much that that also might have been a product of its time. Yeah, that totally. That's the... it. It's the Simpsons back when they did, you know, real cameos and mm. really focused on that. However, yeah. not knowing anything about this guy when I was younger, I still found that a funny yeah. scene, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. him being so awkward. So I, I think it gets balanced by Troy McClure's bit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you want. You don't want celebrity cameos just for the sake of having a celebrity in. They need to still be funny. Yeah. And this one was still funny whether you knew the celebrity or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's much fat to trim from this episode other than 
that bit we just mentioned. Even the little cutaway gag of the IRS burger to me was just fucking <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah. I'll have uh, two dependent size sodas <laughs> and IRS switch withhold the lettuce. Withhold the lettuce. Withhold the lettuce. I noticed the garbage bins were like gross refuse and net refuse. Yes. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> but even like the crusty burger when they're swapping the signs and it's the crusty burger, you know, the clown holding a burger. Yeah. And then it's just the stern IRS guy holding, holding a burger. <laughs> I also really like that he, you know, he fills at his form is like Marge what were your gambling losses last year a nice little touch to Marge being like a gambler yeah. as well yep. mm. see that's great calling back to the past and yeah like Homer filling out the form was another drawn out joke where he was just mumbling yeah. his yeah. way through it but honestly it's sort of moments like these where you do like the drawn out jokes because this episode was so jam packed and mm. rapid paced that let's catch your breath a little bit yeah absolutely and it was wackiness but it was wackiness within the concept of the plot mm. yes. so it didn't feel too disjointed from everything and it got to show Bart sitting there in the what used to be a crusty burger, what yeah. used to be his fun yeah. place, looking absolutely miserable. Mm. And it's a nice touch. Like they didn't need to have Bart be emotional at all in that scene. He could have just been blank face, but they showed him disparately sad against his rest of his family. He's fucking eloquent. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to say yes. what I would have changed is made it longer? Oh, I would have loved to see the 26-minute cut of this episode. Mm. I would have liked more time from thinking he sees Krusty. To it was, you in know? retrospect, mm. a bit quick there's it was time limit it's only a half hour yeah, episode exactly. i understand yeah. that but if they were doing like modern day like a breaking bad a 40 minute 45 minute episode a bit more time to kind of like mm. the suspense is bart going crazy is crusty yeah. dead then the hunt for crusty da, 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 da. and then if crusty like turns around they meet him up the gig's over guess you have to go back to doing your tv show now or kill us <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really what I love about Netflix these days is like, and just using Bojack Horseman as a yeah. reference, is that some episodes are 30 minutes, some are 20. Like, it's just yeah. the story yeah. at the time sort of dictates how much time that they need for mm-hmm. the episode. And mm-hmm. this is sort of what some classic Simpsons fall victim to either doing stuff to fill up the time yeah. or cutting back shit to bring it down. Yeah. It's like the internet sort of making. The idea of an album obsolete. You don't need yeah. to release 12 tracks on a single CD anymore. You can just kind of internet, do yeah. 100 tracks at once, do two tracks, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I think hip hop artists are actually really leading the way on that yeah, and definitely. sort of dropping two to five track EPs at a time. And I, I honestly think that's the way of the future to make sort of the medium of uh, music more digestible. It means they have the freedom to put out what they're comfortable putting out, yeah. not, not what they feel pressured to release, mm. you know? That's it. Then you don't end up with crap on your album because yeah. you needed to, like, Fill it force out, out totally. another song. Yeah. Totally. So it's about that time. We've got to end this segment, but first got to ask if you have any other notes. We'll start with you, Danny. My notes are just quoting my favorite bits, and it's all one favorite <laughs> bit, so we'd be here another half hour. Mm. All right. How about you, Claire? One thing I never noticed before was just before Bart first sees, you know, Krusty mm-hmm. um, after he dies, he's wearing a black armband. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, like morning, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a nice little touch, nice little visual touch." But it is missing as soon as he gets home. Yeah. Well, he he thought he saw Krusty. He's, he's like, like, "He's I alive! Don't I don't need this shit anymore." Yeah. <laughs> exactly. How about you, BT? Uh, my last note is when Bart writes a check to Millhouse for a million dollars. It's like a predated check. You've got to wait until the year ten thousand. Millhouse is like, "Okay," and just stares at his watch <laughs> patiently. <laughs> yep, only uh, eight thousand and. Four years to go? I can't do maths. <laughs> no, it's hard. Why would anyone do maths? I, I liked all the Bart Milhouse moments. It really showed their dynamic mm. yeah. without being like Bart being mean to Milhouse, yeah. which sometimes happens in the later seasons. Yeah, definitely. And it's a nice echo of pay to the order of Lisa, one cent. 
and no, no sense. sense. <laughs> yeah. But I had one more as well. You got one more? Yeah. Uh, when Krusty throws the GPS in the ocean, it's like, tell me where you are now. Yeah, that oh was Oh, my good. God. That is so relevant for nowadays. Like, You know why as well? Because GPS does not work underwater. And how do you know this? Because my brother is an avid swimmer and he wanted to get like a Fitbit style watch. But you can get plenty of those sort of watches that'll work underwater, but you can't get ones that will also track your GPS thing. So when you're underwater, you're not on the planet anymore. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Where floating. are you? It's like, it's actually know. a portal. Yeah. <laughs> the ocean is kind of like a portal mm. to hell. To yeah. another world, a world of hell. Yeah, that's where I think a lot of people who were like describing and giving artistic interpretations of hell got it wrong. I don't think it's actually a fire-filled place. I actually think it is deep ocean. Deep ocean is so fucking creepy. Horrifying. Angler, Horrifying. Anglerfish alone. Yep. <laughs> I found out about pig butt worms the other day. Not pleasant. Fuck that. Those are three words that should never be next to each other. You should look at them. I'm literally doing that now. Let's, let's go for this. I don't, well, you I don't want to. Okay, I'm going to cut in on your deep ocean talk. Um, <laughs> oh, they look hilarious. There's a mouth on one end and a vagina on the other. Oh, the pig it's, butt worm. It's wrong. It's okay, so Bart's lying in bed with his crusty doll, and he pulls it, and the doll goes, oh, <laughs> and he pulls it, and the doll goes, oh. <laughs> first off, that's beautiful. It's a doll that just l- complains Gross, in a miserable yeah. Jewish voice. Oh, my God, it only just occurred to me that Homer's not really in this episode except, except for this scene. Except for this scene. Why, you could wake up dead tomorrow. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> oh, that was fucking amazing. That was magic. And that timing as well for such yeah. a busy episode. The couple of beats they spent on him just staring at Bart, like that <laughs> locked eye contact. Yeah. But you can tell from that delivery that he walked out of that room like dusting his hands, yeah. going, yeah. Now Bart that's parenting. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Bart, you want to try it when you chase on hockey mask? <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> All right, it's time for my final notes. It's final notes. It's the final notes. da 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 I like that Lisa gets excited about that she's got a slightly higher rate of interest, so she'll have an extra nickel in a couple of years or whatever. So, Lisa. Yeah. Uh, Jimbo's real name is Corky. Oh, how do we not say that? <laughs> Which is weird, because I'm sure he's James later on. Yeah. yeah. James Corky. James is short for Corky. James is his middle name. What's Corky short for? Corkestral. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question. What's Moss? Oh, Moss is... Um, the Like, no... F- Fist, Once you've no. uh, kind of ground up grapes to make wine, that's called the mus. I can't tell if he's lying. He's no, lying. I'm dead serious. No, that's 100% true. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't believe you. Look at that face. So when you've got no fuss, there is no must. I don't think it's related to that expression, Short but that's where I know the term must from. <laughs> that's all the musts in the house. <laughs> <laughs> all the cartons of porn going to the buyer in Japan. Yeah. Uh, I only bought a nickel. I didn't know they'd be pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Who goes to an auction house with only a nickel? Who goes yeah. to an auction house not expecting pornography? <laughs> ah. Especially a uh, celebrity a auction, house. auction house. Yeah, a not bankrupt celebrity estate. Yeah, when yeah. they clean out like Queen Vic- Elizabeth's estate, <laughs> there is going to be so much porn. Was it clown pornography? Oh, yeah. Well, it was for a clown. In Queen Lizzie's house, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a bit I definitely know was cut from yeah. syndication. Like, yeah. Can't have the children hearing the word pornography? Yeah. Watch them have a clown explode instead. <laughs> and after a nearly two to one vote, the smiling Krusty was chosen. <laughs> How do we not talk about that? Yeah. 
That is so excellent. Like, I love it as well because the implication, because Bart's like depressed in front of the TV, wearing his crusty shirt, just all sad, and watching this news report. <laughs> I do love that his crusty shirt was clearly his regular shirt with like a crusty sticker on it. That, oh, like, yeah. As far as the animators went, yeah. they're like, just put a crusty on it. <laughs> yep, definitely. All right, guys, it is time to rank this thing. <laughs> Danny, kick it off. I would like to rank this show. I believe I'll give it a cubic, cubic. No, I thought this was amazing. I have very, very much of my life is quoting this one episode. I think it had some great, like, complex issues dealing with Bart's guilt over doing what's essentially the right thing, also not doing it personally at all. He was, like, roped into it. It was complex. It was well-rounded. It was fast. It felt like a big, long story crammed in 20 minutes, but it didn't feel rushed or, or like it skipped over beats. Um, I don't have anything I want to change. Hey, there's a good reason. I have nothing that I could change about this episode. That's a, a very solid point. How about you, BT? I, I, I had something prepped, and then I got drunk and forgot. I'll handle this. <laughs> BT, everybody! <laughs> uh, well, y- you know, it's it's difficult to, to rank this episode. It's uh, having been on television for so many years that uh, in many ways we, we all look up to it. And um, uh, cu- I, cubic. Cubic for you. BT, yep. everybody! <laughs> Thank you. I'll be I'll be here for another funeral later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm giving it a cubic. I wanted to say this start up, but I didn't want to sort of give too much away to the audience about what way I was leaning with my <laughs> rankings. But uh, for my personal like top twenty or top ten, fuck, maybe even top five. This is just so up there for me. There's so little wrong about it. I think that is such a great yeah. point. There's just so little that I could or would like to change. Yeah, for me, this uh, wholly defines about what is so great about The Simpsons. So, yeah, cubic. Claire? Cubic. It's it's too easy. I mean, there really hasn't been any problems with it. There's yeah. Just, there's just no problems, and everyone's on point, and I think it really defines uh, a lot of the things that we like about The Simpsons. And it's nice to finally all agree with you guys again after uh, such, like, uh, such a range of rankings earlier. We've oh. been at each other's throats all day. <laughs> Audio group hug, everybody. Aww. Hey, there's still time. Let's hug again. Aww. Aww. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that'll be a unanimous cubic zirconia. This will be the sixth unanimous cubic zirconia for season seven. Nice. It'll be joining Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2. Bart sells his soul. Homer yes. the Smithers when Homer becomes the Smithers. Yeah. Twenty-two short films. Hey, oh yeah, both episodes we all reviewed together. This is a solid season. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Curse of the Flying Hellfish. Yeah. Oh yes, oh, yes, so yeah. Good. Why do we even watch the bad ones? Because we have to. Because <laughs> somebody to. has to. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that does it for episode eighty-seven of the Simpsons Index. But before we get out of here, we like to ask our guests what's something else outside of the Simpsons that you've been enjoying this week. BT, we'll start with you. <laughs> Darkest Dungeon just came out on the Switch, yeah? and it has been consuming my outside-of-work life completely. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a turn-based dungeon crawler, amazing art style, very uh, Lovecraftian slash gothic horror theme. It's oppressively difficult, and I'm hooked so hard. Yep. Oh, yeah. great. That sounds challenging. Oh, yes. <laughs> How about you, Danny? Well, I've been making some wonderful sandwiches this week. <laughs> um, really? Do you yeah. have a favorite yet? If you were going to have one named after you, do you know what it would be? Holy shit. We don't. We never asked you guys what your sandwich it's would be. Yeah, we did. We did they the just didn't have thing. answers. 
What'd you end I, up saying? I think it was like a cheeseburger. Was that, were you leaning that way with that comment, or you just... You guys just like totally cut me off, man. Oh, I mean, sorry. That's why I'm coming back to you. That's okay. Um, I, look, <laughs> I'm still deciding whether this is the Daniel sandwich, yeah. the, the, the Dan burger. Yeah. Yep, the Dan burger. I'm going with that. Let's see. It had lettuce, three types of cheeses. It had cucumber, beetroot, tomato. It had ham, salami, and silver side on it. Ooh. Oh, it had something else as well. Is and this the sandwich you just ate? Similar, but very tall. Some sauce? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this was one at home. I actually made it to take to work uh, with hummus and chili and garlic on it. Fuck yeah. Nice. It was good. You we know? have chili sauce? We have kebab chili. The best chili. Oh, yeah, I did buy that. Uh-huh. Kebab chili? Yeah, filthy ghetto kebab chili. It's <gasps> the best of the chilies. Awesome. Also the worst at the same time. It kind of comes around both sides of the circle at the same time. Yeah. How about you, Claire? What is your sandwich for the sandwich index? Ah. Uh, or what's something you've been doing recently? That was the yeah. other question he started asking. I'll get back to that. <laughs> this um, is more pressing issue. <laughs> I need to, like I think I it needs to be hot. Like I need a hot sandwich. So either like mm-hmm. leftover roast chicken mm-hmm. and sandwich. You know, like we've had the yeah. roast the night before, and you just put all that stuff. You know, and you got the moist maker on the inside, a la Friends, which none of you watch. Or some sort of delicious burger. I know sometimes in America they call burgers sandwiches. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, again, I maintain a burger is a sandwich. A sandwich is not a burger. Yeah. I I actually kind of like that a Claire Double R is either a leftover roast chicken sandwich or just a cheeseburger. Yeah. (laughs) Feels right, doesn't it? Can't be fresh chicken, has to be leftover. Although we have to shout out to the Elephant Bean Cafe in Katoomba. Yeah? They do really really delicious sandwiches nice. in there. Very small menu sort of cafe, like looks tiny. Absolutely delicious. All right. So, yeah, just to circle back to, so what have you guys been enjoying this week? Like podcasts, movies, TV shows, video games, anything like that? Start with you, Claire. I had a cold, so I spent a lot of time <laughs> in bed, which meant I was playing Animal Crossing Pocket Camp again. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and it made me really, really want to play like old Animal Crossing games. Yeah. They I'm, have to announce a new one. I really, really want them to, because then I've got a reason to get my very own Switch, not just <laughs> like Pokemon Let's Go. But Stardew Valley. Be- Stardew Valley. It's supposed to be really good. I'm yeah. so keen to play it. Anyway, yeah, a lot of Animal Crossing. And how about you, Danny? Uh, well, what have you been enjoying? Oh, man, I started playing Celeste on the Switch just like mm. this morning. I haven't stopped thinking about it. I've been spent two hours driving just thinking, I bet I can beat this fucking level. And it's so <laughs> close to the fucking end. And then that fucking, like, the evil shadow clones, there's like five of them chasing after me. I'm this close every damn time. But I argh, cannot wait because I love stupidly hard games. Yeah, you were like really into Enter the Gungeon. I am still way about Gungeon. It's just... Have you gotten a level four yet? I have. Oh my God, it is crazy. So like level two is Gungeon proper and it's like just like dungeony. Level three is like the yellow acid bath mines. Then level four is like the zombie corpse of hell and there's just like flames and skulls everywhere and you're nice. dead. I turned the corner and there was like screaming faces. To you out there in the real world, maybe talks of hell and screaming faces are just like, oh yeah, it's normal video game stuff. But no, this was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I arrived there on one half health bar, one <sighs> half heart at the start of the level and you're just like, yeah, well, shit. Should- shit on you guys <laughs> time to be a clutch player and get through that shit and yeah i'll vouch for that for celeste anyway i didn't get quite into a gungeon as you but yeah i, I adored celeste it's just a simple mechanic that they've done in uh, yeah. so many yeah. ways and a true puzzle platformer 
That's it. Mm-hmm. I really think that this kind of move, or not move, but at least trend at the moment for reductionism in yeah. gameplay, yeah. like going for little simple graphics, 8-bit or 9-bit, <laughs> yeah. uh, but going simple with mm. production value means they can focus on the mechanics and the, the quality of the puzzles and the gaming. and Just the like The Simpsons. Yeah. Storyline. Yeah. Poor quality animation, high quality writing. Yeah. yeah. Thank Better you. Absolutely. So what I've been into, I have gotten into Auntie Donna in a very big bad way over oh, the last really? week. Uh, if you don't know them, they're a comedy trio coming out of uh, Australia. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do weird, surreal, cerebral, weird-out humour. Like, look, if you just go onto their YouTube and you watch all their various web series and they've got a hour-long live special on there, look, I mean, if you're into it, you'll know within three seconds if mm-hmm. you are or mm-hmm. aren't. And I shared a clip with you guys this week you about did, one of the you? songs that I can't get out of my head. How's it go again? We've got bread and eggs and butter. We got butter and cheese. We got eggs and bread. We got eggs and eggs. And, and we also got this goat. I just really want waffles. They've got like a mighty bush sort of surreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys, that does it for episode 87 of The Simpsons Index. Thank you very much for joining me this evening. Thank you for having us, Elliot. We missed you. Oh, we missed you here too. It's been 17 episodes since we've had you on. Oh, God, that's so long. We've got to get you on again soon. All right, guys, that has been Claire Double R. Bye. That has been Danny Rosewell. Dan Triple R. And the co-host with the Mo... Most PT Galloway. <laughs> a professional recording studio is still a professional. <laughs> and I'm your host, Elliot Chay. And now that's all the mustard in the house. Thank you for listening to the Simpsons Index podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at thesimpsonsindex.com. You can chat to us online at facebook.com slash thesimpsonsindex or at simpsonsindex on Twitter. And now please stay tuned for the bonus scene. JDs and Lentlemen, mm-hmm. tonight on the Speedway, Eatway, Eatway. Get ready for comments, 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 and discussion on your favorite Simpsons episodes. As well as this one, this one, <laughs> this one. Like and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> Did you say his name was John Sportsballer? <laughs> yes, let's go with that. Probably. I'm quite drunk right now. <laughs> In case I didn't say it earlier, you're on Swartzwelder. Oh my god, it is a very drunk sounding name. Swartzball. <laughs> Homer's learning to be a. Oh no. <gasps> oh. Is it your mum? It says no caller ID. Hang on, this might be important. Answer it, it might be your mum. Yeah. It's one of those spam calls. Hang up, you weirdo. This is the Chinese government? It is the Chinese government. Do you think they were talking? They heard us talking about China? <laughs> Where was your phone made? My God. That's Why don't you bes- put it on silent, you weirdo? I thought it was on silent. Everyone gets those phone calls, though. I've never had a call that just started speaking Chinese to me. No, nah, they're going around at the moment. Yeah, that's an amazing coincidence <sighs> right after I was like, oh, don't be racist about China. Hey, I, said calling, don't. I said they're don't. They're calling hey. you to recruit you. Yeah, maybe they're like, we like the way you think, Mr. Rosewell. How would you like to work for the Chinese? I'm sorry about this, guys. I really just derailed our conversation. Just That's slightly, okay. though. You derailed yourself, so. Quickly, I, 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 I. One is... You mean three. I, 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 Any other musical moments? Watchmen, babies. for you. Watchmen, watchmen, babies. I liked my meat pies massaged and I liked my hot dogs plumped. Uh, <clears throat> fuck. What? How, how do you eat dinner? <laughs> <laughs> you need answers.
Uh, Scan Landers. No, you know what? <laughs> Sorry. Everyone else, I'll snap Flanders. Bam. Nailed it. I really liked Krusty in this <laughs> <laughs> bits. I like um, the Simpsons bit. I enjoyed how it was motion created by r- repeated animation cells. He's, he's right. That was pretty good. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, the way that they can take all those still images and give the illusion that these things are actually moving. Mm. Crazy. What about the oils? The, 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 the oil rig. Oil rig. Crusty. Oil slick. <laughs> Different season. That's oil slick. <laughs> but we have had a lot of. We've had a lot of. Exp- <laughs> Ooh, it's hot and wet and slick. And it's making everybody sick. She's singing that song about an oil spill, but it's clearly about her vagina. (laughs) What, really? (laughs) Yes. Bob's Burgers. Oh, we're not in The Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. Molman was eating a burger, an IRS burger. Oh, was he? Yeah, he must have filled out his forms six or eight weeks (laughs) earlier. Which is weird, because it only just opened. I know. How did he know? I don't know. You know, weirdly, that seems like the exact kind of diner that he'd be like, yeah. finally yeah. a diner for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening uh, to the Simpsons EX podcast, which is also an online spreadsheet available at the Simpsonsindex.com. It's easy. <laughs> Are we recording? Yes. Oh, shit. Pause, <laughs> <record>. <laughs>